Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. We've got an awesome show. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Jen. Good morning. You know, I, I was thinking before the show, can you believe that Tom Brady is still playing at age 45 and he has a great shot of winning the MVP again this year? So I don't want to hear no poll mouth huh? in this first topic then. Can you I'm glad it? you said that. Let's get started. Uh. Let's get started. I'm going right into the trap. I heard uh. it. You heard it, people. You heard it. I'm trapped. <laughs> I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. I lost. Yeah, you're about to lose. You're about to lose. Yeah, here we go. Come on, Gia. I'm ready. No reverse jinxing, according to <laughs> Shannon. All right, guys. The aforementioned Tom Brady, he's had quite the offseason, very busy. First, he had to deal with Rob Kowski retiring, an offensive line that kept turning over. He lost his starting center and his guard. Brady also missed 11 days in the middle of the preseason due to the reason he said, quote, I've got a lot of, let's just say, stuff going on. <laughs> All this has led to my Saints becoming a trendy pick to win the NFC South. That from several NFL analysts. Shannon, could this be Brady's, Brady's highest degree of difficulty heading into a season? Can you believe that Tom Brady is about to be 45 years mm -hmm. of age, and even though all of this is going on around him, he's still one of the favorites to win the MVP? Can you, can you believe it? So I don't want to hear anything. So Even against the highest degree of difficulty he's ever faced? Look at the, look at the quarterbacks in that division. Marcus Mariota on oh. his second team. Uh, no, excuse me, third team. First with this team. Baker Mayfield on his second team. Jameis Winston coming off an ACL injury. Do oh. you need me to keep going on? He has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Don't know if he's going to play opening night. Don't but know. he'll be back sooner rather than later. A lot mm. sooner than they originally anticipated. Mm. They signed Julio Jones, oh. who has the highest average yard per hey, game. You tell me that whoa, whoa, he stays home. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold right. On. I'm going to give you an opportunity. Just give me an opportunity mm -hmm. for this. I love Justin Gage, Russell Gage. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Russell Gage. He was big for the Falcons. He's just what Tom Brady needed. Tr Tristan Worth, first-team mm -hmm. All-Pro. Donovan, Donovan uh, um, uh, Smith, mm -hmm. he graded the 10th best offensive tackle. <laughs> now, there are 64 tackles, maybe a little more that qualified, but he graded the 10th best. So I don't want to hear that, Skip. Stop with this notion. Look, there's a big enough narrative around Tom Brady being 45 years of age, play, still playing at a high level. You guys, it, somehow, it's not good enough. It's not good enough, Skip, that somebody was born impoverished. We got to exacerbate the situation, uh, or excuse me, embellish the situation, said, you know what? And he also walked 42 miles to school one way. Mm. It's not good enough to Tom Brady to be at his age and still playing. Now, whoa. Oh, my goodness, his offensive line. You hear what Tom said? He said, they're, they're set. I, I showed it to him, and I told him they suck. Nobody said that Tom Brady's offensive line sucked. One guy retired. One guy left via pregnancy. Ryan Jensen got hurt. His backup got hurt. But Tristan Worth is still one of the best tackles in all of football, regardless of size. Side, Donovan uh, Smith is still one of the best tackles in football, regardless of side. So can we stop this notion? We All you want to do is just build Tom Brady up, because then you're going to make it about Tom. You won't mention anything about it. With Tom, if Tom were to win MVP, you're not going to mention all this. Now, all of a sudden, it's all Tom. Poor Tom. I don't know. It's his highest degree of difficulty. He's in a division that's not very good with quarterbacks. Now, if he was going in the NFC West or the NFC South, I mean, excuse me, AFC West mm -hmm. or the NFC West, okay. Mm. But come on, Skip. Y'all got to stop this notion about that. Uh, oh, I don't know how he's going to do it. He still had one of, has 
one of the most talented rosters. When you look at offense, when you look at skill position, Leonard Fournette's still there. He loves playoff lady. He got you. Whoa, 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 wait a second. We've been talking about how he came to camp weighing 280 pounds. Is he 280 now? No. But okay. I, he, he might be 15 overweight. Okay. That might be the. But is he not talented? Mm. Have you not blasted him? Cre Cre I, yes, of course. Because you're a professional. Your job is to show up in shape. Mm -hmm. Not get in shape is to show up in shape. Yep. My job is, I mean, if, if I got to be at a job, I can't show up at the job, get dressed on this job. I got to show up ready to go to work. Well, he didn't show up ready to go to work, but that's neither here nor there. Look at their defense. Defense was fifth in scoring last year, and they bring a lion's share of those guys back. And I believe, and, and from what I'm hearing, they're healthier than what they were last year. Mm, is so, Sue there? No, Sue's is not there. Is JPP there? No. no. Keep going. Keep going. Let me ask you a question. I'm, I'm just... Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. They brought all of those guys back to repeat. Do you think if they wanted those guys back, they couldn't have brought them back? Could they have brought those guys back? Sure. Okay. Did it but even you second-guessed last year going into the year. Shouldn't have brought them all back. And I told you, they weren't going to repeat because it's mm. different. Todd Bowles was the defensive coordinator. Now he's the head coach. And usually that dilutes your ability to coach just the defense. But you love that because you say B.A. was just going around for a great ride. I agree. Ride. But suddenly you're defic deficient at defensive coordinator. I don't think they're going to be deficient. I think Byron Leftwich will hold that side and would hold it down. He's going to call plays. He's been calling plays. No, but on defense you lose Todd Bowles what? as the active hands-on defense he's gonna coordinator. Be the, I, he, I, he's still going to call plays. Now, do he have more responsibility because he's in charge? charge for the entire football team, offense, defense, special team. The buck stops on his desk, but I think he'll be just fine. He has a veteran enough defense that knows what they need to do in order to go get it done. <laughs> but I'm not finna give Tom Brady does not have the highest de degree of difficulty because if you want to say that, he should have had, that was when he probably when he was in New England, when he had a lot less talent to deal with than what he has now. Mm. The only thing that Tom Brady has working against him is his age, and that doesn't seem to be a factor considering he just got voted the best by his peers, the number one player in all of football. So, no, this is not the most degree of difficulty, and we need to stop trying to pretend that this is mission impossible mm. for Tom, Tom Brady, and mm. you know it's not. This is mission nearly impossible no, for not. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Let us start with the most important position to me on the offensive line. And I realize there's this thing called left tackle blindside protector for the right-handed thrower of the football. Mm -hmm. But to me, in my time covering your sport for many, many years, I do not underestimate the value of the guy who snaps the football, especially when you're in shotgun about 98% of the time, right. maybe 99.9% yeah. of the time. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to snap it cleanly to the quarterback, or the quarterback is going to start throwing fits on the football field, see Psycho Tom. All of a sudden, you're throwing this second-year kid, Robert Hainsey, out of Notre Dame, a third-round pick out of Notre Dame, into the center slot that was held down at a Pro Bowl level by Ryan Jensen, yeah. who Brady loved. And he was not only, he, he was almost like, a bodyguard to Brady because he wanted to fight anybody that dared to even lay a, a little finger on Tom Brady. And all of a sudden, it's Robert Hainsey, who uh, Shannon Sharp has never played a single regular season snap at center in his life at Notre Dame. He was a tackle who became a guard. And I looked up his pre-draft ranking by NFL.com, Lance Zerline, and he projected him to be an average backup guard in the league. He is the starting center for Tom Brady's Buccaneers. With a, you love that? With, with Skip, that's, you love it? Hold on, let me ask you a question. So you believe...
that Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the only team that's going to lose linemen. Okay, they lost linemen early. I can assure you, the Dallas Cowboys have lost linemen. Everybody, for the most part... At least Tyler Smith was drafted to be the no, next no. left tackle. But here's the thing, Skip. They're already down the linemen, and backups have to play. I'm sure they're going to be backups of the 31 other teams. Somebody's starters are going to go down, and backups are going to be thrust in. Stop trying to make it seem like Tom Brady is the anomaly, that he's the only quarterback that's going to have to be protected by backup linemen. Okay, that's I'm all I'm saying. saying. No, all I'm saying is... This isn't even a backup center. This is a newbie. This is the guy you just threw into the fire because you were completely desperate. Yes. You didn't have a backup yes, center. But, but Skip, there are going to be a lot of guys that were projected to play a position that have to play out of position because you're short. You can't go into the line, go into a game with 10 offensive linemen. You normally have about seven, seven, eight, maybe. And hope one of those guys might be on special teams as a, uh, 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 as, well, they don't really have the wedge anymore. But they're not going to do a game with 10, 11 okay, offensive linemen. I'm, I'm going to make this point. We mentioned this game yesterday. It was Super Bowl 37, the collapse of the Oakland Raiders. I was covering yeah. at that point because John Gruden had gone to Tampa and took Tony Dungy's talent over the top against his ex-team, mm -hmm. the Raiders. Mm -hmm. The single biggest reason for 48-21 to 21 Tampa Bay was the the exodus, the going south of Barrett Robbins the day before that game. Right. He was their Pro Bowl center. He was their captain of the offensive right. line. He called all the protection signals for the line. That was Ryan Jensen. You don't have him. It's a huge loss me, that people are completely underestimating. Barrett Robinson left Roberts, the night. Yeah. Roberts mm -hmm. left the Robbins, night. Robbins. Robbins. Yes. He left the night before the game. He did. How long have they known Ryan Jensen was going to be out? They've had at least a month. Okay. So he's had at least a month to prepare for the center position. I, I will give you that, but it's hard to make chicken salad out of chicken. You know what? Skip. It's hard, even Skip. if you have a couple of months. A lot of times, people walk up to me and they would tell me, "What well, this guy's not very good, mm -hmm. and he's terrible." I see there's 7.2 billion people. There are only 1,700 that can say, I play NFL that football. That is a fact. 1,500 of those mm -hmm. are not on the, 1,500 are not on the practice squad. Mm -hmm. So there's no such thing as a sorry or a suck football player when you're talking about 1,500, 1,700 out of 7.2 billion. Mm -hmm. So this notion that you and Tom Brady are trying to throw out there is just not true. Or, uh, just because someone is not Tristan Worth and they don't have Tristan Worth or they don't have Zach Martin across the board, that doesn't mean they're not very good. Stop trying to see what mm -hmm. you're trying to do. You're trying to oversell it under the lip. Tom Brady did it again. Mm -hmm. I can't believe he did it again. Look at what he's got. No, no, no. Look at that. Look at those skill positions. Look at those Mike Evans. Mm -hmm. Look at Chris Godwin. Okay. Did any of those guys make the uh, top 100? Did Chris, did Chris, uh, did uh, uh, Mike Evans or Chris Godwin make top 100? Mm -hmm. So they got really good skill. What about Tristan Worth? Yeah, okay. Chris Godwin's coming off a complete ACL reconstruction. I have no idea if he's going to be available Sunday night at Jerry World. But we do believe that he'll be up because they didn't put him on pup. They did we not. believe that he'll be ready sooner rather than rather than later. Correct? Okay, okay, got it. Let's move one slot to the left. There's a new left guard trying to, quote, unquote, protect Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. His name is Luke Gattachese, a second-round pick, which is pretty high yeah. out of Central Michigan. 
He was graded, projected by NFL.com, Lance Zerline, who does an excellent job. He was projected as an average starter in professional football, but he is a raw rookie being thrown into the fire in the middle of Tom Brady's protection. And what has the Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp always preached to me, has taught and taught and taught me to beat Tom Brady, you got to move him off the spot. Yes. What did the Denver Broncos featuring Von Miller off the edge, but what did, how did they get to Tom Brady? In that most team, you're going to collapse the pocket. Championship. Yeah, you collapse the pocket. They, they collapse, but but it collapses from the inside yes, out. Yeah, yeah. You push the pile. Pocket you and force you, the, you, the, you oh, force him to step left or right yeah. into the path of oncoming Von Miller yeah. or Demarcus Ware. Okay, yes. I I got it. Yes, yes. The, the way to beat Brady is to beat him right up the middle. That's the start of how you beat him. Is because you always say, well, they overprotect him. The refs are gonna. Well, you you can't stop people from touching him or hitting him or knocking him on on his backside if they get to him before the, he can complete his quick right. three-step drop read. Right. And in this case, the, the middle of this offensive line is highly suspect. And I've already predicted to you that he's going to get hurried and hit more than he did, let's just say, last year. Well, the thing that you also have to do, Skip, you have to jam the receivers. You have to take the first read away from him. And so what they were able to do, they were able to take Edelman away and force him to clutch the ball. And that gave Vaughn and that gave Ware and that gave Malik uh, Jackson and Derek Wolf an opportunity to collapse and the pocket. You told me Malik Jackson was the key to it because he, he was the pile driver Skip, up the middle. Skip, you just said the left guard Zerline rated him as an average starter. Mm -hmm. Skip, how many yeah. guys? Do you, how many guys you think coming out of college are going to be Skip, Zach Martin? I, I, I got or Quentin it. Nelson. We're talking about a raw. Rookie, Skip. he's never played a snap. But let me ask you a question. Never played it down. It's not like we went and got a free agent who was a six-year starter as an average yeah. starter for the Cleveland Skip. Browns. But think about it. He said he was going to be a starter. So clearly, clearly not. Think about it. There's 32 teams. There's two guards that can start. And he was going to be one of the two. So he's going to be one of the 64 starters in the NFL. That's what he had him graded. Okay, he's starting. Everybody had to start. Zach Martin, first game. He was a raw rookie. Quentin yeah. Nelson was a raw rookie. Do you Tripped know how good Ali Marpet was? He was really, really good. Do you Brady think, just raved about can, can I ask you a question? He was a pro's pro. Let me ask you a question. Do you think he was he you think he was that as a rookie in his first game starting? No. Or did he got did get better? Well he got better, okay, but this then. is a rookie. Okay. Luke Gedicke, remember the yes, name. Yes. Brady may be spitting the name by halftime on Sunday at, night. At some point in time, Skip, everybody was a rookie. Everybody mm -hmm. had to get their first start. Even Tom Brady, as okay. great as Tom Brady is, had to start at some point in time. From ground zero. Mm, he sure did. Now, let's talk about the guy that he relied on so heavily in New England, the guy that Shannon Sharp, a Hall of Fame tight end, has proclaimed the greatest tight end ever. Yeah. I, I kept predicting, no, I think Gronk's coming back. But the more and more I see and hear and read, the more and more I think, no, it's pretty official. Shannon Sharp says he's done. done. So he is gone. Tom Brady has lost his ultimate security blanket in Rob Gronkowski. Is Cameron Brate half of Rob Gronkowski? I don't think so because you're, you're calling him the GOAT. Well, I think, I, think, I think the thing is now, Skip, Gronk obviously wasn't what he once was. He still was a very a damn good, very, uh, a very good tight end. He could still block, but he couldn't dominate the game in and game out like he once could. Now, is Cameron Brate the complete tight end that Gronk is? No, but I think he can be the receiving threat that Gronk was considering, Skip, they didn't really really used Gronk. They used him in special situations, but he normally showed up big come playoff time because that's what kind of made pushed him over, in my estimation, for being the GOAT is the how big he played in big moments. In big playoff games, you could always count on 87 being in New England 
or Tampa. So that goes without saying. But I'm saying I still believe that there's enough talent around when you factor in Mike Evans, you factor in Chris Godwin. And I'm not saying Chris Godwin is going to contribute immediately because we don't know how well he's going to be able to come off this ACL injury. But I believe down the road, as the season progresses, you have Russell you, uh, uh, Gage, who's going to play really well. You have Julio. And if Julio can stay healthy, I don't have any concerns about Julio's ability. I have concerns playing 35, 40 snaps a game, game in and game out with those hamstrings. And that's been his problem in his career. But, Skip, that, look, Tom is going to do a great job of getting the ball out of his hand. That's the, their offense is predicated on. It's not about him taking holding on to the ball like a Patrick Mahomes and throwing it down the field. That's not what Tampa, that's, that's how Tom has been able to play this long. You can't hold a ball and take the hits that some of these guys take Tom can't do that. He's 45. He's not 25 like mm -hmm. these young guys are. Okay. Now, let's go off the field. I'll be the first to admit, to declare publicly, that neither you nor I know exactly what's going on with Tom Brady's home life. Right. Uh, even though he is scheduled to be our teammate at some point in time, it may be five years from now, right. for all I know, we don't have any inside information about what's going on. But where there is so much reported smoke, yeah, there has yeah, to be yeah, a little yeah, bit of fire, if yeah, not a whole yeah, lot yeah, of fire. Yeah, some kindlings going yes, on there. Yes, there's some kindlings going on. And all I know for sure is that Tom Brady told Jim Gray the other night on his podcast, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of SH going on. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot of SH going on yeah. because we all have it in our <laughs> lives. Yeah. And he's probably got it a little more than most do yeah. at this point in time because he's 45 and five years ago, his wife is right, saying, please right, stop. Right, right. You have had serious concussions. You, you are risking brain damage. We love you. We need you. And all of a sudden, you look up, and your son, by the previous relationship, right. is 15 years old, mm -hmm. and he's playing freshman high school football. Right. And all of a sudden, you look up, and your son, by Giselle, is 12. And all of a sudden, your daughter is 9, and you're saying, I'm missing all the stuff that they're going, all their activities. Right, and she says, Look, look, for the longest, for the, for the sense, these two kids that you and I have, I've been mommy and daddy. Correct. I need you to get to the carpool line. I need you to be at okay. soccer practice. I need you to be at recital. But here's the thing, Skip. It's kind of like you and Ernestine. Okay, you told Ernestine that Ernestine. I told her. You know this job. I, number I one, you're going to be number two. But this is what I'm going to do for you, babe. If you can just hold tight, I'm going to retire in 15 years. Okay, okay? but I, I didn't but, say but that. I'm just saying, I know. Okay. But I'm just I saying, just, yeah. because she... she Gives the impression that she was told that she was going to step away. That is at a, at a at a set time. I believe oh. she got that impression because he had to give her that impression <laughs> right. because you got to keep right. hanging in, right. hanging on. Right. I believe he was born to do what he's continuing oh, yeah, to do absolutely. at the highest level. And when, when we talk about John Elway quitting while you're ahead, he he shocked me. He walked away after right. you won your second Super Bowl yeah. in two in a row. Yep. And I thought. John, you got a shot. You, you could be the first ever. No one's ever won three in a row. <laughs> the the and, legs and, hurt, Skip. Okay. He was just saying, I've, I've, I've had enough. No. I have to quit while I'm ahead. Right. It's because John saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Brady sees no light. He wants to go onward and upward right. because he just got voted by his peers. Mm -hmm. He got voted the, the best player in all of pro football. Right. 
he doesn't see any light. He, it's not like I got to quit while I'm ahead. That that indicates you're lucky to be ahead at this point. Well, right. he's not lucky. Right. He, he's he's that's what he believes. He's the best. Yeah. The, the light at the end of the tunnel is not an oncoming train. It is not because he sees the way the rules are imp implemented, and he sees, especially the NFC. The NFC is as open as it's ever been. It's not like the AFC where they have these dominant quarterbacks. And they, because you look at his division, Skip. Even at 45, Skip, there's no question about it. he's hands down the best quarterback in that division. And you got two newcomers to that division, okay. and James is coming off a okay. serious injury. So Tom missed 11 straight days right in the yeah. smack dab yeah. middle of training camp, which is unprecedented. Yeah. And it is so not Tom Brady. Right. Because you always tell me he needs reps. He needs practice. He needs scrimmage reps. Well, he, he needs wants some preseason mm -hmm. reps, especially with Russell Gage and Julio Jones, because he doesn't know them well enough. The more reps, the better. Right. He might develop some trust right. in a real game that's going to count this Sunday night at Dallas. Right. So the point is, he sacrificed that. And I'm just guessing on this. I'm going to just assume on this. That, that he had promised the family before they went back to school, I'll, I'll give you a big break right in the middle of camp. <laughs> and I can tell you what happens when I take a break with Ernestine. After six or seven days, she's like, this is pretty great, man. Right. Why, it, yeah, exactly. uh, why, why don't you just stay yeah, yeah, here? You know, right. we're, we're doing really well. Right. Uh, no, no. I, I live to do the other thing. <laughs> uh, you do? So, so you spoil them, mm -hmm. and I'm sure Tom spoiled them, and... Then Giselle's going to throw another fit. Who knows? It, it just it, it goes even crazier when you take time off. I believe, Skip, because it happened so early in camp. Now, he took 11 days off now. Now, we, now, okay. now whatever you're telling I me agree. about the concerns you I, might I, have, I, I agree. I'm on both feet. Of, Skip, you got your, your boy in your corner. Yep. But I believe because it happened so early in camp and he was able to get back, take care of whatever he needed to take care of, I don't really believe that's going to have an impact I think the impact is going to take place on the field. Can their defense, will their defense be better? I believe their defense would be better because you can't talk your way into it because they were doing a lot of talking in the offseason, Skip. You remember after they won the Super Bowl, everybody was making the circuit, talking about how good they was going to be. Talking don't do nothing in this business. Doing does in this business. Mm -hmm. So I believe they'll get back to playing aggressive-style football on that side of the ball, and I think Tom Brady will help his offensive line out by getting the ball out of his hand. Okay. I do believe, back to Jen's question, I believe this is the highest degree of difficulty he's ever faced because he's never been 45. He does have the family issues to, to try to resolve on, with his left hand while he's trying to play football with his right hand, right. and it's hard. And I do believe there's some new deficiencies in this football team that are pretty scary. And yet I do believe in his final quote to Jim Gray, who said, he, he, he asked him, have you addressed all that you needed to address on your personal leave? And he said, uh, this is Tom Brady saying, I am ready to go. I believe that with all my yeah. heart and soul because the, the that, higher the difficulty, the better he's going to be. Well, that didn't really answer Jim's question. He asked him, Okay, well, I know, but that's just Brady. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Exactly, yeah. And he is. He is he's as ready as he can be at yeah. this point. And I believe that he believes he has the NFL right where he needs it and wants it, which is doubting him again, Skip. doubting his team's chances to even win the division. If I would say it was as high a degree of difficulty, if you say the receivers are not Mike Evans, Godwin, and those guys, if he was what he had in New England, dealing with Nikhil Harry and some of those other guys, I say, okay, Skip, you got me. Because he ain't, 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 a whole, ain't a whole lot. That's, that's that chicken you know, but that ain't salad. Yep. I got that ain't a tub of chicken salad. That's a tub of something else. I would, I would agree with you. Okay. But he, he's, this is as talented of a football team that he's ever been around. Even with the offensive line 
beat up like it is. Okay. Those skill positions and yep. that defense All right. is, are legit. Okay. I'm not trying to create any narratives here. I'm going completely out to the end of the limb, and I am plunging. The Bucks will win it all this year, and Tom Brady will win yet another MVP this year. I'm on record. I have the you courage of my year. convictions. You already last year. Okay. Well, so you we right go. now you right now you 50-50. You predicted his first year, predicted his first year there, second year you was wrong. So you 50-50. You're about to be one out of three. He says, I came back because I have unfinished business. <laughs> he'll Here still we go. go. Leave it up, still gonna be left Here undone. Go. Here we go. He's gonna be like that building fund. Yeah. That building they're supposed to be building. Stuff to yeah. occupy her gentlemen okay. down in Costa Rica. <laughs> reportedly an extended vacation there for her, shall we say? Oh, okay. All right, moving on this morning. Should we believe Pat Bev that he's going to make it work with Russell Westbrook? Is that possible? <laughs> and is Dak Prescott being under or overappreciated? Over. That's all coming up next Way on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Patrick Beverly had his introductory Lakers press conference yesterday. He made it clear he does not have any issue playing with Russell Westbrook. Pat Bev said of Russ, quote, I'm excited about the practices. I'm just excited to be able to compete with someone like that. Hmm, sounds good. Shannon, are you buying that Russ would welcome playing with Pat Bev? Yeah, no choice. <laughs> it ain't his house. It's not like Russ is in OKC with Skip. They would probably run something by, by him um, back when he was winning MVPs or things of that nature when Kevin Durant first left. I'm pretty sure Sam Presti kind of asked him, OK, what do you think about playing with this guy? But in a situation like this, that ain't his house. Hell, they don't want him there. So how the hell he going to welcome somebody else? Skip, I can't go to somebody's house and open the door like, hey, welcome. How you doing? Come on in. That ain't my place. So I don't really and, and the way I look at it, Skip, I might have beef with you with rival teams or whatever the case may be. Once you join my team, all that stuff goes out the window. We just saw Jason Peters.
could be spent 12 years in Philly. You know how Philly hate the Cowboys and how the Cowboys hate the Eagles. And guess what? M more the Philly hates <laughs> Dallas. Right. But I'm just saying, but you know, Dallas kind of looks down at Philly. It, but it's, 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 a, it's a robbery. Yep. It's, I mean, we're in the same division. We play each other twice a year. Sometimes we might look up and play each other three times because we meet in the playoffs. But once I'm on your team and you're on my team, bro, I throw all that out the window. We both try to do the same thing. We try to win here and uh, uh, try to win as many games we possibly can, set ourselves up for the playoffs, and go as far as we possibly can. So I think that's the situation, what we see here. Of course. Yeah, I'm, hey, bro, I'm, I'm here to compete. I'm going to try to help. I'm, hey, I'm going to do everything I can to pull my, pull my weight. I know Russ is going to do everything he can to pull his weight, and we're just going to try to win ball games, as many ball games as we possibly can. So I don't look, and I get it. Russ, I, it looked like Russ was the only player, current player, from last year's team that was there. I know Goat was in the lab. Mm. Goat was in the lab making a concoction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was he practicing three-point shots? Threes, free throws, layups, fadeaways, really? all of that. Yes. Was he practicing? He was, so I, I'm expect big improvement from LeBron James and from three point land this yeah, year. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Is he going to shoot eighty five percent? As long as he keep that average above where the uh, MJ shot, I'm uh, good. Really? As long as he a better three point shooter than that, so, while you so bumping him, he's going to make eighty five percent of his free throws like MJ did. Eighty five. Did MJ pass Kareem? Huh? Did MJ pass Kareem? Huh. Okay, then. Leave us alone. We work. We working on stuff. Huh. MJ <laughs> played like about half the career LeBron's. Whose fault is that? Mm. Whose fault is that? Thought all of a sudden he could be Albert Pujols. Mm. <laughs> Stop it. It's not my fault. LeBron's Albert Pujols. No, no, no. My, what my guy does is my guy stays in the lab, mm. and he's had 20 years. But you make it seem like the guy's just, he, he just hopping on the bus. Now he's just going on for a ride. Mm. We've never seen a guy in year 20 uh, average 30. We've never seen a guy in year 19 average 25. We've never seen a guy in year 18 average 25. So I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Back to your latest addition, your newest savior, Patrick Beverly. No, no he he was presented it. yesterday Stop like, it. we have a savior. No, no. We have a crucial new addition, Pat Bev. He, he's only been on four <laughs> teams in two years, but now he's a Laker, which means we're back, baby. Does, does Utah count? Utah counted. <laughs> they had him for a minute. Yeah, exactly. They did. They had him for a minute. That and long? they said, we don't really care about him because we'll take THT and uh, what's his name? Stanley. Uh, Stanley Johnson. Johnson. We'll, we'll take them. Really, we'll take them. Okay. Once upon a time, THT was untradeable, untouchable. And all of a sudden, he's, he's Utah. Well, I really. think the thing is that they realized that in order for them to maximize THT, he needed the ball in his hand. You're not going to have the ball as long as LeBron and Russ is on the team. So you're not getting you're not getting the kind of play and the kind of he's not able to maximize his ability. I think he'll be better if he has the ball in his hands because you saw Skip when Russ was out, LeBron was out, and AD was out. He had a 30 point game, a 40 point he did. game, he had a 40 point. He, game. Exactly. So that's what he needs. Oh, uh, the, the game against I think Denver. I think that, that last game mm -hmm. to him in uh. Matter might have been another game, mm -hmm. but AR-15 went off on that. Excuse me. He did. Austin Reeves went off in that game. Yeah, we've known him. That is true. <clears throat> Back to Patrick Beverly. I love Patrick Beverly. I love his fire. I love his grit. I love his spit in your eye. I, I love everything <laughs> about what a pro's pro he is. I love how he distracts. I love how he, he needles, how he gets under skin, how he figures every little way to get the most out of his ability. Yeah. And he is a pretty good three-point shooter, pretty good. He fell off last year, but he's had he had four years in which he, he made 40% of his threes. And that, it wasn't that long ago, back in 16, 18, 19, and then 2021, 
he made 40% of his three-point shots. Well, that's a, that is a crucial new addition mm -hmm. to the Lakers. So I love all of the above, and I love his attitude because he's the classic case of, yeah, I, I hated Russ when I played against him, but now he's my teammate. Well, right. I'm a pro, and, right. and pros say, you're with me. Now we are united. Correct. We are one. Yes, yes. And so I loved what he said when he was still sweating from his workout, and he sat down with the media, mm -hmm. and Russ – Throws him a towel. Right. And he says, that's the first time of the year. Way right. to go. Thank you, brother. Right. You know, okay. So it, he did said everything. Then as he got up to leave, he, he quick handshake with, with Russ, and they kind of gave a brief little semi-hug. It, yeah. was, it was semi. Yeah. But it, it wasn't full-on hug, right. but it was a semi. Yeah, man, you've been okay. sweating. I ain't trying yeah, to. I got no, my new friends. I, I got, I got that, my friends That, that is on. correct. I'll, I'll buy that. Russell Westbrook came across as, I'm going to show up, and I'm going to bless him as my backup. Russ is still thinking, I, I'm the king of L.A. because I grew up here. I'm a Laker fan. Right. I'm the starting point guard for the Lakers. Right. And Darvin Ham is the new sheriff. And Darvin Ham's telling me I'm his guy. Right. And, and I'm going to be his guy. And I'm going to be a starter for him because I'm pretty sure they're going to go forward with Russ. I don't see any trade on the uh, horizon. I don't need that. I don't okay? need that. All right. So the point is, Russ was, was actually big dogging where, where he shows up to say, yeah, he, he's okay. He, he'll be fine. Just just kind of stay out of my way, but but you can back me up. <laughs> you, you, you can get your 12 or 14 minutes a game, but I'm going to start and I'm going to finish. Right. Well, uh, I, I got news for Russ. I, 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 he may start, but he ain't finishing because <laughs> right here, right now, I believe that Patrick Beverly is more valuable than Russell Westbrook. I can't go with that far. You can't? I, I can. I can. Because I watched too much of Russell Westbrook last year. I get it. Granted, even though Russ had his worst statistical season in a very, very long time, he's still a better player. I still believe Pat Beverly is more magician, so it's uh, more illusion. Well, what, <laughs> what's the classic Russ quote about Pat Bev he back fooled, in there? Yeah, fool y'all. He says he trick y'all. He says, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he ain't guarding nobody. Yeah. Well, okay, so okay. I, I just, I, I think it's more illusion, Skip, than actual, than actual substance. But I think for his role, and like you said, he's an irritant. He gets you distracted by doing all this little stuff and clapping all in your face and, and yelling and screaming and all that. I get all that. But I still believe Russ is, is, a, is a better player. The difference is, is that Pat Beverly understands who he is, understands his role. Russ' role has changed, but he's unwilling to change with it. He thinks he's still in OKC. Well, I'm in OKC. I got the ball. I've got a high usage rate. I'm going to do what I want to do. No, you got, eight, you got two better players on your team. So you have to understand, as my role changes, I have to evolve with it. Shannon, I got news for you. Pat Bev is a better defender than Russ, even if yeah. it's some illusion. Even oh, if yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. smoke and mirrors, he's still a better defender than Russ. Yeah, because Pat Bev will try. Russ doesn't even he try doesn't to play try. defense. Yeah. What does Darvin Ham value the highest? Well, obviously, he wants Giannis to score 40 points. Right. But, but in the end, he wants everybody to play team defense. Right. Well, Pat Bev will play. He'll try his ass off yes, on defense. Yes, he will. Okay? So... That's a big plus over Russ. And again, if you're even though he didn't shoot the ball well, he was 34% last year. He's a 39% career three-point yeah. shooter, and he's had four years of 40%. Right. Th that's gold for the right. Lakers. They, they're a horrible three-point shooting they team. Are. Okay. He was statistically, Russell Westbrook was the single worst three-point shooter in all of basketball. He's below 30. He's yeah. 29 point something. Yeah. What? Yeah.
Okay. Well, you can't tell me that Pat Bev isn't more valuable right now than Russell Westbrook. You're, you're living in the past. Right. You're, you're thinking a triple double. Well, Skip, you say he's a terrible three point shooter. Hell, he's a terrible two point shooter too. He's a terrible he's two point shooter. Throw shooter. I mean, and, and he's you, terrible you, at shooting you agreed. the basketball. He's got the worst hands in basketball. Yeah, no question about okay? that. Okay. He's a, a turnover waiting to happen. He's a blooper reel waiting right. to happen. Russ, uh, I mean, uh, Pat Bev is a playmaker. Right. He's. He's a, a smart ball handler. He will get the ball where it's supposed to be. It may not be the prettiest way to get it there, but but he knows how to play basketball right. in ways Russ didn't. I don't think he ever learned how to play basketball. He is a solo act. He is hell-bent to the rim, come hell or high water or turnovers, because the ball's just going to fly everywhere. Mm -hmm. And if he gets to the free throw line, he was the fourth worst free throw right. shooter in basketball. I, I can't see how you can't see that right here, right now, Pat Bev is just better than him. Well, but because, because what they asked Pat Bev to do, let me ask you a question. Do you think if Pat Bev could be the third option on a team? Well, the problem is Russ is the third option, but he sees himself as the first or second option. That's why I believe he struggled. I don't believe Pat Bev has really ever been the third option on a team. He's been you know, relegated to the four. Oh, he's a, a great role player. He understands that. But, Skip, they're not trying to go to him to get buckets. Russ, you're still asking Russ to get you 15 to 20, and I believe he can give you that on a consistent basis and on a more efficient level if he was just willing to accept that. Okay. Mark Stein continues to report that Jeannie Buss is leaning heavily against just sending Russ Yeah, I told on. you that, yeah. Okay, well, I told I was the first to broach the yeah, subject. Yeah, you told you. you uh, and, and then people started to react to it like, well, wait a second, maybe they should just no. John Wall him. No. Just wall him off. No. Nope. Send him home, nope. give him his $47 million, pat him nope. on the head and say, thank you very much, see you later. No. Okay, well, she's not going to do that because pride and, and they're the Lakers and you're not, and we're, we're not going to do it that way. And she has commissioned Darvin Ham, mandated that Darvin Ham fix the Russ problem. He will not be able to fix it. I'm just here to tell you, right here, right now, if there's no Russ, if you did send him home and you started Pat Bev every night and played him, I don't know, 30-ish minutes a night, 28. 25. Okay, but whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying... He's bet they would be a better basketball team with Patrick Beverly backed up by Kendrick Nunn, who's pretty good. Well, here's the thing, though, Skip. <clears throat> Basically, Jeannie Buss said, Darvin Ham, look, we gave you some electric tape or we gave you some duct tape. But you got a year to put this thing together and hold it together with Russ on this team. Because that's what you're doing, Skip. You know he's not going to be there in the future. But we can't get away. We can't get off him right now without having to give up those two first-round picks. They're doing everything they possibly can. They were willing to give up those two first-round picks for Kyrie. I'm not sure they're willing to give up those two first-round picks for any other trade. It's not not the Buddy Hill, Miles Turner, not for or, or, or what's the, uh, Mike Conley yeah. and, and Jordan Clarkson. Mm -hmm. I don't believe they're going to be willing to give up those two first-round picks. Mm -hmm. And the thing was, not only did Indiana want those two first-round picks, they wanted them to take Daniel Tice's salary. They're like, hey, what? Rob, like, hold on now. Y'all just, y'all really tried to fleece me. Mm. And so, but that was the situation that you're in because they know you want to get off Russ. How bad, Skip, how bad you want to get off something? If you, if, if it's an emergency, Skip, you got a, a plumbing problem. You got something, how bad you want to think? They say, we charge $500 an hour after hours. Mm -hmm. oh, you gonna let the tub continue to spill over? You gonna let whatever, the, the dishwasher ex continue to explode? Yep. Or you gonna say, okay, come on out here. Well, they gonna say, look, Lakers, we know y'all want to get rid of him. This is what we want. They say, well, you know what? We just gonna let the house flood because mm -hmm. we're not finna give y'all that for okay. that. Okay, all right.
and your house flooded last year because you went 33 and 49, and the, the pipe is still broken, busted, and it is just gushing. Dar Darvin Ham came in, he got some duct tape, that silver tape, and that electric tape, that black. Skip, you know, it's hard to tear down that electric tape. That is hard to tear that bad. That thing you be stretching. Darvin Ham from SAG, from SAG Nasty, mm -hmm. and he go, hey, Detroit. So he good. I mean, he, he put spent spend some time in Detroit. He know how to make it. He gonna fix and, it up. And Darvin Ham has head coached how many games in this league? None. Zero. None. So he's head coached no teams to no playoffs. And all of a sudden, he's got to save the Lakers. No, 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 no. He's he, got to fix Russell he, Westbrook, the most unfixable problem in the history <laughs> of professional basketball. You know it, and I Give know him a it. Chance, you want to talk man. about hard head? Give him a chance. Solo act. The man, the man, hey. Spoiled rotten Skip. by four triple doubles and uh, averaging four triple doubles in five right, years. Skip, Ooh. the man's coming in with his tool belt, his hard hat, and two, th two rolls of duct tape and electric tape. I think he's got a hard head, which I love, but, but he, that he and Russ are collision course. Well, you know, he, hey, you know he got his work cut out for him. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I Lord. mean, that's a very tough first assignment. Yeah. The Lakers and this. Okay. When Russ realizes <laughs> that Pat Bev is taking some of his minutes, playing more minutes than Russ gets to play, you know and I know what's about to hit the fan. Yeah. It's some, um, as Tom Brady would say, some SH. What's good, but you saw last year mm -hmm. when he went to the bench in the fourth quarter. Oh. He, used, he moaned and powdered around and lips sticking out, meeting people stumbling over his lips. They was hanging out so far in his mouth, uh. on his face. Uh. So prepare. <sighs> he's a very prideful man. I mean, when you've accomplished what he's accomplished uh, the, with the, the All-Stars and the All-NBAs and the MVP and the All-Star Game MVP skip, you yep. one of the 75 greatest players in NBA history, yep. and you're relegated mm. on the fourth quarter. That's the money time skip. Everybody want to be on the on the court. Everybody. There's not one player that doesn't want to be on the because they said, this is the valuable time. This is winning time, mm -hmm. and you think I'm a winning player. Mm. You take any player. I don't care if he... He don't have to be Russ with accomplishments. You take any player off the court in the fourth quarter, you're like, well, you don't think you can win with me, huh? Mm. All I know is I will be watching <laughs> and you will not be winning. Uh, we'll win. Because Showtime has 50. become sideshow time. 50. Mm. We got 50 wins. Uh, that 50 wins, I already got that. Mm. If you keep joshing me, mm. I might take it up. Mm. Russ is going to give you about 50 losses. <laughs> yes, guys, I think most people believe the possibility of this being a must-watch train wreck is very high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we will skill. find out very soon. <laughs> All right, moving on. Dak Prescott skipped. He landed at 7 in the Ringer's latest quarterback ratings. Dak's biggest strength? His ability to read a defense pre-snap, while his biggest weakness? His arm talent, according to the ranking. Shannon, before Skip jumps in, is this ranking too high, too low, or just right? Man, it's way, 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 way too high. Here are some of the quarterbacks that's immediately after Dak Prescott. Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Joe Burrow, Tyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr. Mm. I'll take every last one of those quarterbacks in front of Dak Prescott. Every last one of them. I'm not saying just one of them. All of them. Hell, I'm not so sure that, Cal that, that he's the seventh best quarterback in the NFC, let alone the entire league. Mm. Stop this, Skip. And they say, well, he's great at pre-snap read. What good is that? Skip, you ever taken a test? Man, I can't believe I got that wrong. I knew the answer. What good are you doing the answer if you got it wrong? What good is a pre-snap read if you can't do it? Mm. Every year we go through this. Mm. Come on, man. I get it. Dak is an unbelievable story. 
But Skip, this this is some bull jive. Ain't no way in hell. In the words of Tom Brady, this is some bleep. And you know it, Skip. You I, you you know what? I, you know I ain't gonna say no more. Cause I know good and well you can't justify this as the seventh best quarterback. Even when you tried, I know how you've been loving the Cowboys since how long? 60? 1960 when they came. One sixty-one. Mm -hmm. Second I, year. I know. Take it. Away. I, I I'm 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 baffled. I'm baffled that somebody that people think that Dak Prescott is the seventh best quarterback in all of football, not just the NFC. The all 32 teams, ain't no way in hell he better than Stafford, Calamari, Joe Burrow, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm not so sure, Skip, truth be told. Hell, he ain't, if, if he better, I, don't, I, I, take, I would take first cousins. I'd take mm. first cousins over Dak. Did you just say what I think you just said? You heard what I said. Dak Prescott owned Kirk Cousins when Kirk was in Washington. Everybody and he owned, was Kurt Cousins. Everybody owned the Commanders. They were terrible back then. Okay. My turn. I, I have told you again and again and again and again and again, I cannot defend Dak down the stretch of 2019 or last year. I can't defend down the stretch. 2019, they start off 3-0, and gangbusters, and he goes to contractual war with Jerry Jones, and then over the last 13 games, they finished 5-8. and I cannot defend what Dak didn't do on the road, as you recall, at Jets and at New England and at Philadelphia and at Chicago. I could go on and on and on. Right. I can't defend it. Last year, Dak started 5-1. and one. Then he missed the next game, which Cooper Rush won right. at Minnesota to get to 6-1. But Dak was 5-1. And, and then he came and back. And over his last 11 games, he went 6-5, and five, <clears> including <throat> the home playoff loss in which he did not play well. Okay, go. I can't defend any of that. But the first line of the ringer article is Dak Prescott is forever underrated. And I will defend that statement because that is true. He is forever underrated because... We're so critical of the quarterback of America's team. So if we step back and we look at the big picture body of work of Dak Prescott, let's look at QBR, my favorite stat, mm -hmm. my favorite way to rank quarterbacks. In Dak's rookie year, he finished third at 78. But let's just do his rankings. He finished third. And then his second year, he finished fourth in QBR. Next year, 17th. He fell to 17th. Didn't, didn't play that well. But they had a good year in 2018. Yeah. Then 2019, he was fourth. And then 2020, we're going to eliminate because he, 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 barely, he played. barely played and didn't qualify. And then last year, he was 11th after a hot start. He faded all the way down to 11th. So third, fourth, 17th, fourth, and 11th. If we total those up and do the, the average of those five years, it's eighth. So they got him ranked seventh. So he's been eighth in the whole league in QBR. And by the way, to validate that point, last year, Pro Football Focus graded Dak Prescott as the eighth best quarterback in the league. So eighth and eighth. So seventh might be a, a rung too high. Can, can but you, is it really out of, out of you, line? Let me ask you a question. At any point in time, his rookie year, he finished third. Mm -hmm. Do you think Dak Prescott, his rookie year, was the third best quarterback in all of football? Hell no. Boy, he played at a high, so with, high, with, high, high a, level. In a league with Tom Brady was, what, 16? So he was six years younger. He wasn't even 40. Drew Brees was still at his apex. Aaron Rodgers was still in the league. And you saying that he was the third-best quarterback in front of those three. Stop it. Do you remember what he did on Thanksgiving against Kirk Cousins yeah. at Jerry World? He was extraordinary. I, I think the thing is, is that Dak's a fourth-round quarterback. And 
I think we valued him too much because they're like, look, he's a fourth rounder, Shannon. What do you expect? Okay, where you get drafted, that doesn't that, that only matters with signing bonus. At the end of the day, there have been a lot of guys that have been drafted lower. There have been some higher. Some didn't meet expectations. Some exceeded expectations. So this notion that Dak Prescott is all of a sudden we, we underrate him because why? There's an expectation level when you play quarterback position to get the job done, and he hasn't got it done. I don't. So, are you telling me you just said that Joe Burrow yesterday was 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 baby Brady? He's the closest thing. Now you saying Dak Prescott is better than, than Joe Burrow? I did not say that. Well, he's that, behind that him. would be the one I would circle as saying Joe Burrow should be ranked first or second. Hold on, he's better. Than, you saying Dak is better than Matthew Stafford? I, I'm still not impressed with Matthew Stafford. I, he is a product of Cooper Cup having the greatest year any receiver's ever had. And, and, and I believe I, I'm going to go 65% of the credit to Cooper Cup making Matt Stafford what he was. Guess what, I've never seen a better wavelength between a thrower and a catcher than those two had going through the playoffs. With all Skip, they called him Matthew Pafford. And I don't believe it. He was in Detroit, yada, yada, yada. When everybody said the man, Bruce Arians says, I would go out. He's one of the guys that... You, when he's warming up, you go out and watch. He had the most pressure because they traded what they gave. They gave up the number one overall pick in Jerry Goff and first-round picks. For this guy, they said the reason why we haven't won a Super Bowl yet was because of the quarterback. Nobody was under more pressure than Matthew Stafford. Not only did he stand up, he delivered it in his own building. Kyler Murray, you take Kyler, you taking Jack Dak over Kyler? Now, you love Kyler, Oklahoma. Are you taking him over him? I'll take Dak over Kyler right now. Kyler what? has fallen on his face twice in a row. Twice in a row down the stretch, he has cratered. But you just told me. I, I can't say. Dak at least has won a playoff game as Kyler. Skip, you know, the man's only Kyler played in one. Skip, but you just told you just told. I'll take Dak over Kyler. Dak has done more. D Dak deserves to be ranked higher than Kyler. What do I mean? I'm glad he got his money, but I got to see way more. But you, but you just told me the reason why you like Dak over first cousin is because uh, uh, Dak owns him. Kyler Murray owned Dak Prescott. Well, they ain't never lost to him. Well, I think Arizona owns Dallas. No, 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 no. The quarterback, that's not what you said. You said Dak owns First Cousins. You didn't say the Cowboys own the Commanders. Okay, but uh, if memory serves, Kyler Murray had a homework clause inserted originally into his contract. I, I get... And the ringer says Dak Prescott has quietly developed into one of the NFL's most cerebral passers. It, it, it ranks him as sort of Brady Payton-esque. Skip, I get all the skip. If you know the answer to the test, but you get it wrong, what good is you knowing the answer if you got it wrong? What good is a priest not read if you're still turning the ball over? And when you, so you know what they're doing, and you still losing. So what am I missing with this? Mm. The ringer rhapsodizes about Dak Prescott's impressive poise and footwork, and when all else fails, he can create with his legs. I can't. I, I can't disagree. He, uh, me, oh, he better than L. Jack. Mm. Lamar Jackson has won a playoff game. The and guy they, Shannon Sharp says cannot throw well, well enough well, to win big in this well, well, league. That's uh, what Shannon Sharp Hold on. They just said like I'm arm talent about Dak Prescott. Huh. That's what they wrote. So they don't believe he's arm is good enough to win in this league. Well, did they? I don't see that. What is that? What, what, was, what was the drawback? Uh, what was the weakness? Shoulder injury. No, what, was, no, no, they what that, did they say the weakness with well, Dak Prescott is? That's what he says. The shoulder injury obviously talent. affected his arm strength.
Arm talent. Okay, well, that's not what it says. Arm talent. Huh. That, was, that, was, that was the article. Better this thrower of the football, Dak Prescott or Lamar Jackson? Better quarterback, Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott? Well, that's Lamar not what Jackson. you say. That's the, not what you whoa, say. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you're the guy who sat over there for like six straight months beating your side of the table. Pay the man. Yes. Pay the man the most money because you wanted Jerry stuck with him. Right? And you are. But, okay. Skip, he deserved his money. Mm, did he? Yes. Yo, when, well, hold on. When the man, like, like you said, he had the third best QBR. He made $650,000. Mm. You didn't, you weren't pounding the table. Jerry paid a man. Mm. You was happy to ride along. Jerry was happy to ride along to pay up, to, uh, uh, to play up, to pay a quarterback mm. that was making 650000 as you said he was finishing 30 QBR. Mm. Now when it comes time for the rent to be due, the balloon payment is due, you don't want to do what you're supposed to do. Mm. Pay the man his money. Really? Okay. Rounders, I would agree. Yeah. And yet, my man Baker Mayfield is all the way down at number 20. And, and yet the ringer says about Baker that he can, he can do a decent impression of a top 10 quarterback when he is right. Well, I don't think it's an impression. I, I yeah. think he can it be is. a top 10 it's quarterback. It's an illusion. Really? It's a mirage. Huh. When, when they re-rank, and the point of this piece was that the, the writer is saying we will re-rank each week. As the weeks go by, Baker Mayfield will rise up this list and he will threaten the, the top ten before it's all yeah, over. He ain't threatening nothing. Yeah. The rip, the, the, he's a mirage. Mm -hmm. Skip, you remember them old movies, the old Western movies? Mm -hmm. The guy in the desert, he mm -hmm. think he's drinking water, they'd be... Mm -hmm. <laughs> saying, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Baker. The moment, you think, the moment you think you got you a top... <laughs> mm -hmm. No, he's not it. He's got, and, a, he's got a lot of sand inside him. And mm -hmm. he's not better than Jalen Hurts. And mm -hmm. you know that. Baker? But what part about that did you understand? I love Jalen Hurts. Uh, you, and he, he will also rise up this list because you have poo-pooed him from the start. Skip. As in poo-pooed all over him hey, from the start. What about, is he better than Baker Mayfield? Right mm. as you and I sit here and discuss this topic. No way. Jalen Hurts? Jaylen, I love Jalen Hurts, and I'm I scared to death of the Eagles, but Baker has proven so much more than Jalen has even thought about doing in this league. Man, that man went to the play. That Baker man Mayfield won a playoff game at Pittsburgh. And, and you just Jaylen, you, you, Jaylen, you just sweep it right. Jalen Hurst took a team to the playoff in his second year. He did. I second told year. you. I what Baker do? I prophesied year? it. I saw what, it coming. What did he do? What your guy do? Yeah. What did he do in his third year? Uh, he went and won a playoff game whoa. for the first time in Cleveland since 1994. This, Jaylen, this is Jalen Hurst's third year. Huh? How many of them got them picked to win the division but, and to make a deep playoff? But run. after Baker won seven games as a raw rookie, after his team went 0 16 the year before, Shannon Sharp was driving his bandwagon. I got saying off. shake and bake, baby. I already knew what was gonna happen. I knew he was gonna crash the bus. Mm. <laughs> no, I knew, I I, think, I knew I he was gonna crash the bus. He, can't, he ain't got no CDL life. No. He can't drive no big, no, no heavy equipment yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, I know. I knew what was gonna happen. Well, now he's got a little Volkswagen bus yeah. down in Carolina, <laughs> yeah. and he's gonna be driving it right over your yeah, head. Little clown bus. Yeah. Me, me, yeah. me, 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 me. You know, one little clown drive right yeah, in circle. The, the curves are coming back. The circles are coming back. Time. Worst team in pro football. Skip, you and I, Skip, you gonna be ashamed of yourself. I'm not ashamed. Dak Pre Skip, for Dak Prescott is not a top ten quarterback. Mm. He's not better than Lamar, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, and I'm not taking him over Derek Carr. Mm. I'm not gonna do it. Mm. 
Derek Carr went to old Thanksgiving. Since you love talking about Thanksgiving Day games, what did Derek Carr do to Dak Prescott on Thanksgiving Day last year? 50 million people watched him put foots in Dak. Dak actually overall outplayed Derek Carr, had a better QBR than Derek Carr, but come crunch time, yeah, the, come overtime, they win the toss, Dallas does, and they can't get a first down. Yeah, oh, who was the quarterback? I want to know who was the quarterback. Who was this, this seventh-best quarterback in the NFL that got the ball first? They changed the rules in the playoffs mm. because they say whoever wins the coin toss in the playoffs, they normally win the football game. Mm. Dak Prescott won the coin toss and couldn't get a first down. Mm. I think Noah Brown was playing quarterback. Oh, no, I, I think that, they, I think they got Noah mixed Brown. up in the huddle, they, and Noah wound up at quarterback, and Dak went out to the wideout, and they, they had it all backwards. You love that. Yeah. I mean, you, lo you love talking about Thanksgiving Day. And Derek Carr mopped the floor with it. Mopped the floor with it. He didn't mop the floor. He, he mopped the floor with our defense. It was all nice with the defense. Anthony you Brown. Oh. How many PIs did Anthony Brown have in the end? Three? Skip. <laughs> Skip. That, I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, come on. Skip, come on. Dak, Dak, This is on. a huge year for Dak Prescott. And I believe however great he can be, he will be this year. He will maximize his goodness or maybe greatness. So seven years in. So, okay. so you ain't seen enough. Okay, six years of QBR averaging eighth in the league. That's pretty, that's pretty I don't impressive. Believe, I don't believe there's not one. I don't believe there's a, you'll find a general <laughs> manager other than the Cowboys, and that's Jerry Jones, mm. that says Dak Prescott is the seventh best quarterback in all of football. Mm. I, I, I want you to find me. I want to, anonymous. Mm. They should... I guarantee you Dak okay. Prescott would not get one vote for the seventh-best quarterback. Okay, final point. Help me out here. The team last year that scored the most points and the team that had the most yards on offense was Dallas. The quarterback in all those games was, except for one, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, well, wait, if, if your team has the most points and the most yards, doesn't that mean you should be at least in the top seven? No, Skip, Skip. That's like having a bunch of money, but the IRS got it under audit. You can't get to it. They got a lot. No, you can't. What good is a ton of money if you can't get to it? What good is using having all those points, all those yards, and when you needed yards and when you needed points, you couldn't get them? You remember what San Francisco did to you in your building? You averaged 32 points a game. How many points did you get in that playoff game? You averaged 440 yards. How many yards did you get in that game? So what good is all those stats is then when I absolutely got to have it, I got nothing. Okay, but those stats counted in the regular season. They happened. You cannot discount or discredit You them. know what I'm starting to see? Mm -hmm. you, you, for a guy that prides himself on loving greatness, mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, mm -hmm. you're liking mediocrity. Mm -hmm. The Dallas Cowboys, Baker Mayfield. You see what I'm getting at? Mm -hmm. You see where I'm going? Mm -hmm. Okay. You saw that too, huh? Okay. We, we win Super Bowl. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> we got trophies, man. Skip. Jerry's office is full of trophies. Skip, you know they're the, old trophies. Skip, they're exactly. <laughs> there are a lot. There are a lot of. There are like 20, 50 million millennials have no idea that the Cowboys won a Super Bowl uh -huh. in their lifetime. Roger Staubach won two. They could have won four. Skip. They couldn't tell you who Roger Staubach is. Mm. They should. No, they should. I, I knew who Babe Ruth was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You heard stories yeah, about it. No, I knew. I read about it. Yeah. Roger Starbuck was Babe Ruth to me. Oh, my goodness. No. Skip, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'm right, proud of myself. We're going to have to leave this one here, guys. <laughs> you I know you can discuss it all day. We will have a catch-up history lesson on the Cowboys at yeah. some point for all the millennials. They've been bad for 26 years. All right, moving years. on, though. Kevin Durant, is he not getting a fair rating in the latest oh, NBA 2K video game? We'll dive into that when we come back.
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Kevin Durant, not a big fan of his latest NBA 2K23 rating. It's a 96 overall. He responded to a tweet saying, quote, I'm going to need an explanation on why I'm not a 99. This has become laughable. Durant's 96 tied with LeBron and Steph and one back of Giannis at 97. Oh, the drama. Shannon, should KD be ranked higher? Well, let me tell you why you're not 99. 99 players don't get swept in the first round. That's why you're not 99. And you can be 99 as long as Giannis is 100. Giannis is the best player in the NBA, 30, 12, and 6. And he took Boston seven games without Chris Middleton, their second best player. So for me, I mean, yeah, Giannis should be rated the highest. So whatever grade you want to give Kevin Durant, as long as Giannis is higher than that, I'm cool with it. You, Kevin Durant want to be 98? Put him at 98. He want to be 99? Put him at 99. As long as Giannis is rated higher than everybody else, I don't care. Giannis is the best player. It's, uh, let's see, a 99 player goes 9 of 24 in game one. Get his guy scores the game-winning bucket, goes 4 of 17 in game two, 6 of 11, only 11 shots in a game three loss, 13 of 31 in game four. That's not 99 to me. I just look, I, <laughs> that's just where we are now, Skip. I get it. I've never been the biggest, you know, gamer or things of that nature because I didn't really think it was it was really indicative of, of who I was as a player. That someone else says my speed, my hand, my strength. Okay, fine. That's, that's what your assessment is of me. But I didn't lose sleep over it. These guys are, you know, you, you see it in football. Man, my mind should be higher. I'm sure probably Mookie Best think he should have 100 fielding or whatever, whatever the case may be, uh, may be, Skip. But this is... Skip, Giannis averaged 32 and 13 on 57% shooting, was 40, 13, and 5 in game five. He shot at least 60% of the floor in games five, six, and seven. Skip, Giannis is the best player in basketball. If Giannis only got a 97, I don't know how they put somebody over him if Giannis is the best player in basketball. Mm. I mean, if KD needs this to get him motivated to come to this season, 
Because everybody, well, you know, you wanted for the trade and yada, yada, yada. Okay, fine, I got no problem with that. But, KD, you can't get no 99 if Giannis is a 97. Mm. Where the, the hell you been? So when KD and Giannis met in the playoffs a year ago, who got the best of Giannis won! Giannis uh, team KD won! Outplayed no, he Giannis. did not skip! skip KD me. outplayed skip, Giannis. Skip, see, see what you do? Anytime, anytime a player that you like loses, you say he outplayed. Normally, it's a team game. There have been guys that have outplayed when, when Peyton Manning was outplaying Tom Brady, but his team was losing. People said Brady was the better. Mm. And that's what you do every time. LeBron James has outplayed a lot of guys in a series, mm -hmm. but you said LeBron lost, mm. so the other guy was better. Now you flip it. Giannis' team went to his house in a game seven and beat him and beat him again this year. Did Giannis have Drew Holiday? Yes. Oh. Did he have Chris Middleton, who made the shot of shots in overtime? Yes. Did LeBron James have Steph Curry? No. Did mm. LeBron James have Klay Thompson? No. Did LeBron James have Draymond Green? No. Did KD have Kyrie <laughs> a year ago against Giannis? No. He did. did he have James Harden? Not really. They had him in the playoffs. He, he had him on one leg. Did he not have him in the playoffs? He had him on one leg. Did he not I have yeah, play and even Shannon Sharp came in here. I'm quoting the great Shannon Sharp. It's one on five. Skip. It's KD versus all those skip. five bucks. You make it, Skip, you make it seem like I'm saying Kevin Durant is a role player or he's a bench player or he's a sixth man. He's still one of the top players. He's just not better than Giannis currently. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I cannot defend what happened in the playoffs, but I've told you, I put it in the perspective. Kyrie had already wrecked that team psychologically, and you could just see KD's Hashtag body. blame Kyrie. Yeah, hashtag blame KD, because KD's body language was half-hearted at best. He didn't want any part of So he of should Boston. be a 90. You okay. told me you told me players shouldn't do that. You, told, you, you tell everybody you came out here how LeBron James just moped. He wouldn't shoot. That was terrible body language. What type of message are you trying to send, LeBron? Now you talk about the man had body language in a series? Okay, so the last impression that KD left <laughs> to the people who rank NBA 2K, whoever they are, was, was awful. It was disgusting. And they said, we're going to dock you down. One, you're one point below Giannis. You're a 96 to a 97. Well, that's fair. I'll, I'll buy that, and I can't defend that. Do you th Let me ask you a question. If we take this season, do you think Kevin Durant had a better season than, than Giannis? The last regular season? This, the, the season that we just have in which, uh, in which Golden State won the, won the championship. That season, so 21 oh, leading yeah, to 22. You're, you're counting the playoffs. Yeah. Did well, you if you throw in the playoffs, obviously no. If you want to just do regular season, I'll fight that one. Regular season. I mean, KD was 37 and a career-high six assists. That that works. LeBron, uh, excuse me, Giannis was 32, 12, mm -hmm. and 6. So he averaged the same amount of points. He gave you how many more rebounds and the same amount Did of Drew assists. Drew Holiday refused to get vaccinated? Skip that. No, 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 no. We're talking about Kevin C. Mm -hmm. we, skip, mm -hmm. you again. Again, you blame everybody for someone else's failures. That Let team was a nightmare of a disaster. You know well, it. Well, maybe you should have. A, maybe if you had a better leader, it would have been a nightmare. Okay. Maybe well, if you well, had a better leader. So, what's even more laughable, to use KD's word, is that somehow LeBron James is also a 96 tied with KD. How can LeBron be tied with KD? That's a reputation rating. That that's, 30, that's getting career achievement six. awards. Thirty-eight right? and six. LeBron James 30, is a 96. Seriously? Okay, let, let's break this down, shall we? Yeah. Okay, let's just do last regular season. Kevin Durant shot 38% from three, which by, by his season's pretty average, maybe even a little below mm -hmm. average, 38%. 
that ranked 57, I'm sorry, 52nd in the NBA. That was 41 spots above LeBron James, who was 93rd in free throw shooting. But here's the, the punchline to this. KD was 72nd in attempts from three, so he, he barely shot him. Yeah. LeBron was 15th in attempts, 15th and ranked 93rd in free throw per, uh, in three point percentage. What about two horrible, point? man? What, what about two point percentage? Uh, it's horrible. What about two point percentage? I, I didn't even look at it because yeah. I'm sure they're about the same. <laughs> I'm sure they're not. Oh, come on. Kevin Durant from two? He's as lethal a two point shooter as we've ever seen. That's not what the numbers said last year, and that's not what the numbers say for their career, but okay. Kevin Durant last year, last regular season, shot 91%, a career high from the free throw yes. line. 91%. That ranked third in the NBA. LeBron ranked 86th in the NBA in free throw shooting. You're disqualified. You're 41 spots worse in three-point shooting than Kevin Durant. You're 83 spots worse in free throw shooting. Yep. You, you can't do think, this. Think about what you just said. The math doesn't you work. You said the man was third in free throw percentage. He was 40th in three-point percentage. He averaged, had a career high in assists, and he got swept. Mm. He did all that and still got swept. Mm. Giannis did not get swept. This is not about I'm LeBron. Looking I'm looking body of work. Uh, body of work. And if we compare the bodies of work last regular season, Kevin Durant's Way better than LeBron. No, no, no. This is not, this 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 is about Kevin Durant and his rating. Wait, this is well, okay. Well, let's let's Giannis. Rank, let, let's, wait, wait Giannis. a second. Let's rank LeBron James in last year's playoffs. Let's see. Oh, he didn't make the playoffs. He went Gian thirty-three and forty-nine, and he got a ninety-six. Hey, that's where you know I got it. He <laughs> ranked. We're not even talking about LeBron. Huh. We talk about Giannis. We talk about Greek Freak being huh. ninety-seven, the highest rated player. I changed the subject. I know you did. I broached the I subject. Know you, did. you cannot no, win. No, 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 I, I, you cannot defend because they're, they're no. I'm defending Giannis as the highest-rated player. Now, if you'd have told me we're going to talk about LeBron, LeBron is rated too high, then I would have prepped for that. But I prepped for... Well, you don't need to prep yeah, LeBron because yeah. there's no prep to be had. You can't defend. I'm talking about the, my guy My guy that got a 97. Huh. I'm, I'm talking about my guy got a 96. And LeBron got a 96. And I'm talking about getting a career achievement boost. Hey, I, I'm talking about LeBron is still the face of all the I league, know, so I, he gets all a 96. I, all I know is my, my guy out there complaining. My guy out there crying Sling and snot, mm. but I'm not it's laughable. Mm. I need an explanation. All I go know is my guy actually <laughs> played in four playoff games. Your Did guy, he? your guy didn't even hold play on, in a play-in game, on, not out. a single you one. You mean to tell me your guy played in four playoff games and got swept? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the Boston Celtics, you told me the Boston Celtics wasn't even supposed to be in the playoffs. Mm. You told me they no good. They, they gifted Steph Curry a championship. I did not say that. They gifted Steph well, Curry. You, you picked him, and then they self-destructed. I pick, I also picked him against your team. Mm. Now, where did your team go? Now, a guy with a 99 rating can't get swept. Mm. He cannot get swept in the first round. You can get swept in any other round, just not the first round. Mm. And what made this so, what made this so, ooh, I loved it so much, they say we want them. Mm. They say we're not resting anybody. I would look, there are a lot of teams that were resting down the stretch because they didn't want to see the mm. Brooklyn Nets. Mm. OJT and JB say we want them. Idoka mm. uh, 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 say mm. I want them. And they're talking about they fear them. They need to fear us and got swept. Mm. And what do you do? You come out here, blame James Harden. He quit on the team, quit mm. his way out the feeling. Kyrie, he sunk that team. No, let's talk about Kevin Durant, the best player on the planet that didn't get it done, got swept. Mm. So give him a 99. I, you know what? As a matter of fact, on my rating, I'm going to give Kevin Durant a 99. Mm. But that means Giannis Antetokounmpo gets a 100 because there is no possible way 
Do you know the age-old bromide that says, better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all? Whoa, that's not what you... Better to have gone to the playoffs and lost than to not even make the playoffs, Whoa. LeBron. Whoa! How do Whoa. you miss the playoffs and get a 96? Can I get a 20-second timeout? Yeah, better to have loved and lost. Let me get a 20-second timeout. Mm -hmm. That's not what you did with mm. LeBron. When LeBron was, got swept in the finals, I told you how Jordan got swept in the first round. Mm. You told me it was kudos. What did Larry Bird say about Jordan? Mm. How can LeBron James cannot win one game in the finals? Mm. So you telling Goodness. me, so now all of a sudden, getting swept in the finals mm. is worse than getting swept in the first round. Is that what you're telling me? No, I didn't say that. Okay, I'm just I checking. I, I'm just wondering, where was LeBron in last year's play-in? Play-in. He hit a laugh. Huh? Well, if, if he said, well, hell, I could have did what KD did if so, I never get swept. So LeBron got swept in the lab? I no, guess that's what uh, no, no, why you Why you won't talk about Giannis? Why you won't talk about that monster? Why you won't talk about that that go-go gadget guy up in Milwaukee? The guy that used to build the wall yeah, against? And now he jumped, he cleared he clear yeah. the wall. Okay. Go-go gadget. Shannon, you jumped on go, the go wall bandwagon again. Hey, that's oh. my guy. I told you, I've been telling you who the, who the best player in the NBA is, Skip. Mm. And you don't want to hear that. Somehow, Giannis lost to a Boston team that completely self-destructed with the most turnovers we've, we've seen they, in years they in the did. playoffs. They did. Whew. But guess what? That same Boston team <laughs> swept your team really? with the best player in the NBA. Jason Tatum's got next. Oh, oh JT. No, wait, wait, he's a 93? JT, did JT not lock up Kevin Durant? How many times did we block that shot? Oh, he has the most unguardable. He has the hazy. And Jason Tatum was, get it out of well, here. Well, it was Jason Tatum and Marcus Martin ah, and Jalen Brown, all three of them. It, it was does, three on one. It does not Way to go. Congratulations, When you Shannon. eight foot tall with a size 22 yeah, shoe, yeah. you shoot over the top of skyscrapers. Yeah. He can't shoot over little old JT and Marcus Martin. If Kevin Durant didn't have such a giant <laughs> little toe, we'd be having a different conversation because oh, he would have made a three-point shot and won the championship two years ain't ago. Nothing, Skip, there ain't nothing worse than a man coming to your house, beating your butt in your house. Mm. What you gonna say? What can your wife say? You what, know what can your mama say? You know what? what can your family say? The man came to your house, kicked in your door, and beat your butt. The man did. Chris Middleton beat them in their own house. He did. Yannis I did give that. you that. Yannis did oh, that. Giannis did not do that. Kicked his butt. Yeah. Yeah. I am ready put, for that put, next Celtics rematch. That's going to be a must-see <laughs> event for TV. That's for sure. All right, guys. Did Tom Brady reveal how he's trying to elevate that new-look offensive line in Tampa? A lot of concerns surrounding them. That's coming up when Undisputed returns. Tom Brady wants to make sure they won't let him down. Brady says he's shown his teammates negative comments questioning their inexperience and used it as motivation, hoping they take it to heart. Huh. Shannon, do you like that? Kind of a tough love thing, or, or do you have a problem with it? Well, Brady's trying to create something that really isn't there for motivation. Of course, the guy's a rookie. Um, you look at the guys, but these guys aren't off the street. They're not street free agents. They weren't laying on their couch and all of a sudden the Tampa Bay Buccaneers called and said, look, guys, we need a couple offensive linemen. Would you be willing to come in? Luke, uh, uh, what did you say? Gedeke. Gedeke. He's a rookie, but he was a second-round draft pick. Mm -hmm. Robert Hainsey, a third-round draft pick. Shaq Mason, Tom Brady won two Super Bowls with in New England. Tristan Worth, the best right tackle in football. He's a first-team All-Pro. Donovan Smith was graded the 10th best tackle regardless of side. 
They make it seem like but the problem, the real problem that I have, and this is it in a nutshell. When Tom Brady wins, you never mention the offensive line. Now, if there's a possibility that he might lose, it's the offensive line fault. Just like the receivers, they never get any credit. I told you yesterday, Julian Edelman won the won a Super Bowl MVP. Deion Branch won Super Bowl. Well, Brady, you did it. You make it seem like the guys they throw into are like trash. Just because they're not household names, they're not Rice, and they're not uh, 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 T.O. or Randy Moss or Larry Fitzgerald, that doesn't mean they're not good. You never mention these guys. It's always Brady. But mm. when Brady loses, man, he ain't got the receivers. Now, now, if he'd have had a Tyreek, if he'd have had Devontae, if he'd have had this, well, you never say anything about the receivers when they win the Super Bowl. Mm. All you know is about the Brady's greatness. Mm. But the moment he loses, his offensive line, you never mention his offensive line. What did Deion Branch do after he left Tom Brady? Nothing. I'm, I'm talking about what he did when he was with Tom Brady. Mm. Did he do that? Did he do that? Mm. He didn't do that. Has right? he been on any Hall of Fame ballots? No, 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 Skip. But see, that's the thing. Just because somebody's not on the Hall of Fame ballot, Julian Edelman was a quarterback. Julian Edelman had never played receiver before. He was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They make no excuses. He got in there and he played wide receiver and he did turn himself into a very good wide receiver. Mm. So stop this notion about trying to give Tom Brady all these building excuses mm. because you never give these guys the credit when they win, but yet y'all place all the blame at their feet when Tom loses. Mm. What did I tell you about Brady in New England? He'd go out two hours before kickoff and he'd point to three guys in the stands, three guys from Dorchester and say, could you you three come down? Was Westbrook one of those guys? guys? Yeah, well, Julian Edelman was one of those guys to start off with and then he taught him how to play football. Oh, he taught him that. Yeah. Okay, well, teach these guys then. Huh, well, he's going to try. Uh, no, 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 no. If, if you did it once, you could do it again, right? This is why, yet again, another shining example of why Tom Brady is the greatest leader in the history of sports. He's doing what he should be doing, what others should be doing, except when another quarterback, when Dak Prescott or whoever the name them, Lamar Jackson or all those ones we talked about, Joe Burrow, anybody else, when they go to new offensive linemen and say, do you read what everybody says about you? You suck. But when the GOAT goes to you and says, you guys, they're all saying you suck. Are you going to take this? But nobody said that. Mm. Nobody said they said they're inexperienced. You're talking about guys that you weren't counting on to play this season all of a sudden get thrust in a row. What happened to next man up? Mm. That's what Tom Brady always preaches, next man up. Okay, this is the next man. What did I tell you about Robert Hainsey, third-round pick out of Notre Dame, projected as no more than a, a passable backup? At guard, he's never played center in his life. Right. He sucks. He, he qualifies Skip. as he sucks. So let me ask you a question. I think Ryan Jensen was undrafted. Turned himself oh, into it. And oh. turned himself. Okay, then. You got to start somewhere, Skip. You think everybody comes in like a Quentin Nelson or a Zach Martin, polished and ready to go, or they're Anthony Munoz or Jonathan Ogden. It doesn't happen like that, Skip. Hmm. How many center snaps on Sunday night do you think Tom Brady will have to field on his shoelaces? Skip. Just watch. It, it won't I, be pretty for a while. Of course, but it was the first time. You make it seem like Tom Brady came in and Tom Brady's first five or six games were like they are now. You have to learn. This is the NFL, and so you learn. You get training on the job, especially when you're thrust into it. These guys are thrust into it. They, I'm sure Tampa was, were not expecting uh, uh, the guys to play, but this is where they are. Okay, they're getting their trial by fire a lot earlier. Some guys are going to get theirs later. Some going to get it at the middle of the season. Some going to get it at the end of the season. So 
hey, at least they got a month. What happens to the guy that just goes down and all of a sudden the guy's in there this week? Okay. I'm going to go one other direction on this. This angers me because I covered Michael Jordan. I know Michael Jordan. I know how he fabricated beefs with other players or coaches, mm -hmm. completely fabricated them, took them out of thin air right. just to motivate himself, not his team, just right. himself. Right. And yet people tried to disqualify and discredit Brady. Oh, he's just making this up. No, he doesn't make up any of it. Brady has been doubted far, far, far more than Jordan ever was because nobody doubted Jordan. Nobody. I was there. Nobody doubted him. He had to make up things to motivate himself. Everybody doubts Skip. Tom Brady, starting with can the I, number one can Brady. I, can I ask you a question? If Tom Brady was a first-round draft pick, would it be as great a story as it is him being a sixth-round draft Heck pick? Heck no, but okay. he wasn't. That's my point, Skip. That's my I point. I don't think anybody, once Tom Brady won that third Super Bowl, nobody has doubted Tom Brady and what he was capable of doing. Okay, do they doubt him right now? Sure they no. do. They're picking Jameis's team to win the division. Skip. Everybody's picking. Good morning, football. They all picked New Orleans. They got this. Peter King, the great Peter Skip. King, picked New Orleans. All I know, this is what I know. Vegas says, and Fox Bet says, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the second-best odds to win the Super Bowl behind the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. Now, all that other stuff, I picked who to win the division and who can do this. They have the second-best odds mm -hmm. to win the Super Bowl. So what does that say? Okay, but again, there's a groundswell picking against Brady because he's down two huge offensive linemen. No Ali Marpet. No, Ryan Jensen. They're huge cogs in the offense. Ali Marpet was a Pro Bowl player. He, he was really good. But guess what? It hadn't swayed Vegas. It hadn't moved them to third, fourth, fifth. They're still sitting in that second spot as the as with the second best odds to win the Super Bowl. So even though the two offensive linemen, even though all of this other stuff is going on, it hadn't swayed that. Mm. Why? Mm. Well, every year, everybody picked Jordan to win everything. They were odds on. No, 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 no. Not in the 80s. Well, he didn't I'm get talking about then. once he broke through, okay. then that was it. Da -da. It was over. So nobody doubted him after he broke through. Nobody doubted Tom once he broke through. Everybody's doubting him now. They think okay. this is the year he falls on his face, he, he won't be protected, and he'll slink into the sunset. Nope, he will not. Yeah, nobody thinks Tom Brady is going to fall on his face. The rules are set up so Tom Brady can play the way he's playing. I'm not saying that he's not good, but you know, if the rules were like they were in the 80s and 90s, you know damn well Tom Brady would not be playing. Mm -hmm. You know that because you covered the game and you saw mm -hmm. those hits up close and personal, I what did. they put on the quarterback. Okay. Brady's conclusion here is, I think I've always used little different spites as motivation for me. Yeah. And he has. But they're real live spites. They're genuine spites because... A lot of people have doubted him over his time. I guarantee you, Skip. I can find, I don't care how great someone is. I can take Federer. I can take Nadal. I can take Djokovic. I can take Serena. I guarantee you I can find three or four articles that was written that doubted them. You tell me the person. You tell me the athlete, the entertainer, or the person just in life that nobody has ever doubted. They doubted the man that came down and died for us. They doubted him. So you mean to tell me a man walking, breathing on Earth is not going to get doubted? Come on, Skip. Who doubted Jordan ever? Seriously. Nobody doubted him yes, as they did. an individual talent. Yeah, no, Skip. He, he, was, he, he stepped on the NBA floor, and it was like... It, let me ask you a question. In the 80s, they doubted whether or not he could win a championship. Can he ever win a championship? Okay, because of his supporting cast. <laughs> Can so you involve... But nobody doubted. It, Larry Bird, it, it, at the end of Michael's second year, said, 
that was God disguised as Michael Jordan. This is Larry Bird. Yes. Larry Bird doesn't say anything good about anybody. As he That's God. As he swept him in the first round. Okay, after he scored 63 on him in game one. Swept 63. Him the, swept him. He had a great, that was great. Skip, that's like hitting Okay, but nobody doubted his ability to dominate individually. They just said, well, it happens to be a team sport. You have four other teammates, and you're never going to win if you don't get the teammates involved. But it's not doubting his ability. No, they doubted him. Could his style of play, could you win a championship with a guy being so dominant, so dominant with the basketball, scoring all the points, and not getting his teammate? So they did doubt him. Mm. Tom Brady is still the most doubted, greatest player ever. Well, I, we started six years ago on this show, and you were saying it's time for him to go home. So let me ask you a question. That's doubt. Let me ask you a question. Had he st I did not anticipate Tom Brady moving to a more talented team. Mm. Do you believe Tom Brady would still be having the success that he's having in Tampa if he was in New England with that cupboard, with that lack of talent? They don't have the talent Tampa has. Tampa, Tampa, Tom is not dumb. Okay, he overcame Belichick for 20 years, and he finally said, I can't overcome him anymore. Oh, oh hold on, whoa, 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 but why you can't? You're the GOAT. The GOAT can overcome anything. That's what you just told me. Okay, but both Belichick and Kraft said, thanks, but no thanks. I get that. But he saw the writing on the wall, and it was a blessing in disguise because he went and joined a team that was more talented than any team that he had ever been. Yeah, but we were all shocked that he went to Tampa. They were the sucking ears. But They but, had the worst winning percentage in any sport of any team. Look at the talent that they possessed. Like you said, Tony Dungy had look at Tampa. When Tony Dungy left, it, it took the right person. Okay. Jameis was turning the ball okay, over. But, you can't but, turn the ball over 30 times and win anything. But, but Jameis's Bucks had hidden talent. Tony Dungy's Bucks had in-your-face talent. Well, you did. just looked all over the ball. But you they, said Hall of Fame City. They did, but they weren't winning. Mm. No, there's a lot of teams that had Hall of Fame. Well, they, they were they were bridesmaids. You know, yes. they would get to the threshold and they couldn't get across the threshold. Well, not in '99 mm -hmm. they got to the threshold because they lost to the uh, uh, the Rams, Rams in the NFC they Championship did. game. I was there. 2000, not so much. Mm -hmm. 2001, they didn't do much, and then 02, they they got uh, to, uh, Coach Dungey got uh, fired, and then they took off for that one season. It was a special season. Okay, but nobody saw Jameis's Bucks coming except Brady. Yeah, but Skip. You had two Pro Bowl receivers, a young tight end, an offensive line, and then you get Tristan Worth. You look at that defense. Easy hindsight. No, Skip. The they were 7-9. Skip. Would they have been 7-9 if Jameis didn't turn? Jameis had 30 turnovers just by himself. Just one player. Most teams have 30. You might, if you're lucky, mm -hmm. you'll have 30 turnovers as a team. And that's, and that's extremely high. Mm -hmm. You hope to have around 20. Jameis turned the ball over, not counting what the running backs fumbled, not counting what the receivers fumbled. One man had 30 turnovers. If Jameis, had, let's just say for the sake of argument, he has 20. Okay. They're a playoff team. But that was a loser team. And Brady went in there in a pandemic and changed the whole culture. I'm not, I'm not, say, I'm not saying that he did not have a big influence. But, Skip, if that talent is not there, Tom Brady did not. It's, it's like Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson wasn't going nowhere they weren't talent. They are Kobe and Shaq. He should have went to the Knicks. He wanted to show me how good a coach he is. Go to the Knicks. I agree. Make them a championship team I like agree. you did with Shaq and Kobe. Uh, you got two top ten players, arguably two top ten players. With, with Scotty and Michael, no the best duo. ever had more talent no. than Phil Jackson. Ever, ever, ever. No coach has ever had more talent. So, like I said, Tom, what Tom did was very impressive. But let's not pretend like they were loaded they weren't loaded with talent. They were. They ain't loaded now. They are. Robert Hainsey? Oh, my. Good God. luck.
This man, this man. Well, so we're gonna have the Cowboys live of the nineties. That's what you want. First test versus Skip's Cowboys. Then they got to come to New Orleans and face off uh -oh. against my Saints in week two. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Skip's Cowboys. Do their offensive success this season does it not ride actually on Dak or Zeke, but instead on the tight ends? Shannon, can't wait to hear your opinion mm. on this one. We'll explain coming up next. A hot start for the Cowboys last season, six and one. Then they only went six and four the rest of the way. Bob Sturm of The Athletic pointed out the glaring difference was Dallas ran 13% less plays out of two tight end sets on the back half of the season. Sturm concludes, this is something Dak and the Cowboys need to get back to in order to have success this year. These tight ends are being used more and more. Shannon, are you buying this? Well, I think the, the, the two tight end set works well, well because when I, when I, in our prime, when I was with the Broncos, we were 60% two tight end, and according to the matchup that we have, we might be as much as 70, 80% double tight end, Skip. And because did you have a running back? We, we, had, we had TD. <laughs> and that was another thing, Skip. Our offensive line, we were dominant running team. Dominant. The you, you were the best running team <laughs> we, we in were, pro football. Yeah, yeah for, from 95 to 90, 98, mm -hmm. we were no question about it. Yep. The best running team in football. And what it does, Skip, it, it, it balances you up, it closes the edges, and it kind of makes you look a lot more unpredictable. But the thing is, is that, okay, Ty Smith is not there. Frederick isn't there. I believe Zach Martin is still as good. Maybe a tick, not what he once was, but he's still one of the premier players, uh, uh, guards in all of football. He and Quentin Nelson are hands down the best two guards in all of football. But it's kind of hard to be that again, Skip, when Zeke is not that guy. He's not the same guy. You don't have the same offensive line. Hell, I saw Dalton Schultz missile block when Zeke got tackled over the day last week. And we talking about, that's Zeke, that's Zeke. And, and I think it was Schultz that just whipped on the block. He did. And Zeke couldn't make him whip <laughs> in the flat. No, yeah. no, he couldn't. Look, the problem is, what is the Cowboys' identity? Because here we are, Skip, to start the season, and we're like, okay, we got a $40 million quarterback, and we got CeeDee Lamb. We got Dalton Schultz, who's on the franchise tag. Are we going to throw the ball, or are we going to, like, run the football, power the football, like we had the great success with Zeke early in 16, 17, and 18? What are we? Who are we? That's the identity crisis that they're in. Right now, I don't believe they have the personnel to be as dominant as a run team as they once were. But how can you be a throwing team, Skip, when you only got one receiver? Now, we're going to find out. I mean, this article says that he believes they should, you know, double tight end. I like Ferguson. I really you I, have brought him up. I, I like Ferguson. And it was I, music to my ears. Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin. I, I think he, I think, Skip, I think they have two really, really good receiving tight ends. I really, I really do. I don't know how much blockers they are, but I definitely I know they're very good at, at catching the football. But I think at, at this point in time of the game, with Dak Prescott and what you're play, paying him and what you believe he can be, I believe you have, you're, you're probably going to be relegated to throwing the football. Mm. And I believe that Bob Sturm is on to something. <laughs> and I love the breakdown of the second and third level numbers that he displays here in The Athletic because he shows – that after Blake Jarwin went down and yeah. completely out at Minnesota right. midseason, right. all of a sudden the offense didn't just sputter. It coughed and gagged and went completely south in every offense. He's got 10 categories, 10 right. offensive categories. They, they, they had deficits in every single category right. after Blake Jarwin went out and they had to go to 
to mostly Dalton Schultz right. as a single tight right. end. They threw it, and they threw it, and they threw up all over right. the place. Well, then, well, then personnel is going to dictate what you're able to run, Skip. So do you have the personnel to run double tight end? Is Ferguson going to be good enough a blocker for you to run that double tight end set? I believe that they think yes. Okay. So well, I think you when you look up on Sunday night, you're going to see a whole lot of 86 and a whole lot of 87 because right now Jake Ferguson, who wore 48 in the preseason, he's now 87 now right. that he's bona fide as a tight end and a blocker. So so you'll see Dalton Schultz, who is franchise tagged, so so they have high regard. Oh for yeah, him. He's, he's very good at catching yeah. the ball, and, and, yeah. and he is a security blanket for Dakota Rain Prescott, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, Jake Ferguson has made a place on the not on the yeah. roster. I think he's going to be a, a prominent starting tight end yeah. for this team yeah. in two tight end sets. Yes. So all of a sudden, they're looking at what do we have at left tackle? We have a brawler of a mauler of a baller. We have Tyler Smith, a rookie out of Tulsa. What does he do best? Well, I told you yesterday, he attacks. <laughs> yeah. He run blocks. He'll, he'll try to attack on pass blocking, and it may get him in some huge trouble because he might be whiffing. Yes. Okay? <laughs> he, he might get faked right out of his shoes by, by edge rushers who are just more athletic than right. he is. But if, if you just say attack and road grade, I believe he can do that at a fairly high level as a rookie. Right. So you're better off with having him run block than pass block, right? Well, absolutely. Right? And then plus, give you close the edge. So now, all of a sudden, that end is a lot closer to him, and it's easier for him to get his hands on it as, a, okay. as opposed all to right. him playing in you space. You move him sort of back inside yes. to effectively to a guard position, right? right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I love all that. But I still love Zeke's potential. I'm going to buy into Man. the belief that he had a sprained PCL last right. year because he started out house of fire for about six games. He was really good. What about the year before? Okay, I, I got it. What about every year? You, you, you the okay. one that documented well, his rookie year, he started out, he was 108. And then he went to 96. Mm -hmm. And then he went to well, 89. It was, it was 98, 96. <laughs> yeah. The first three years, he led the league in yards per game yeah, rushing. Yeah. Yards per game. Two times he led the league. Okay, in okay. he had yeah. the suspension in 2017. Right. His, what was that? Second, Second year. year. Okay. But the point was he kept leading the league, and then Jerry paid him, and then all of a sudden he cratered and cratered and went further and further south until last year he averaged all of 65 yards a game. No, I'm 59. I thought it was, oh, yeah, I was in the 50s. I'm sorry, that was the year before. Game. That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> I still believe he can give you 80 yards a game. And, again, it's a far cry from 108 as a rookie, but if he can give you 80 – remember, this is effectively a contract year for Skip, Ezekiel that's over 1,300 yards. Okay, so? Okay, it, it, that's not a lot to ask, 80 yards it a is, game? It is when the man barely got 1,000. Okay, his body <laughs> looks the best it's looked since even before the Ohio State. His body looks the best I've ever seen it. I believe he's healthy. I believe he's happy, and I believe they have whispered sweet everything's in his ear, saying <laughs> you have it's going to be your team this year. So you have to go back being the bell cow back. So in this other words, you said since Zeke is playing for a contract, he's going he's going to run he's going to run the air out the ball now because I, he got no guaranteed money on next okay. year's salary. I, I believe Tony Pollard is going to get his share of carries because he can run it between the tackles too. Yeah, and he is a game breaker, and I believe that. 
that they're going to go back to get trying to get Zeke 25 carries again. Maybe some games, if 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 you have it, maybe 30 no, carries. No, Skip, again. I don't know if Zeke got 25 carries in that body. Hey, well, he's not an old man. No, but Skip, he's been in a lot of collisions, and you know Zeke is a run to contact guy. He doesn't. He's not eluding anybody. He's not dipping out of bounds. He's trying to run okay. people over. Well, you you told me earlier in the show that Dak is a mediocre quarterback. He's yeah. a run of the mill, middle of the pack. Yeah, he's not. Right? The, he's not the seventh best quarterback. Yeah, he's probably like 12, 13. Okay, wh whatever, wh whatever that is. My point is that as Sturm points out, what did the Jones family grow up in this business watching? They watched Jimmy's dynasty. What was Jimmy's dynasty? It wasn't Troy. Yeah. It wasn't really no, Michael. Yeah. It was Emmett. Yeah. In the end, it was Emmett left and Emmett right. Yeah. Behind what I thought was the greatest offensive and line I've ever was, seen. Yeah. Okay? okay. But they don't have that skill. There, there was no finesse to it. There was no real creativity no. to it. But but Emmett at 5'9, about 205. He, he would duck and dart behind those elephant offensive yeah. linemen. You couldn't find and him. When you find him, he was 15 yards down he the field. He was. And, and he he was faster than you thought he yeah. was. He timed 4-6 yeah. at the combine. 4-6. He was more quick than fast. He was. In a confined space, but, but he could get it. something about him, with, with a football under his arm, I never saw anybody, like, track him down. Always on his left arm. Yep. It was always <laughs> under his left arm. But but he could run with the football. Yeah. He could sort of run scared from people. Mm -hmm. And he, did, he was the opposite of Zeke. He ran away from contact. Yeah. He avoided at all costs any contact to the point of just running out of bounds. That's that's but, why you that's how you play 15 years okay, as a running but, back but and he, become the all-time leading rusher. He was the bell cow in '93 yeah. after he held out. He was the MVP of the league and then he was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Yep. Because they ran the football. Yeah. Jimmy was meat and potatoes. Oh, yeah. And Troy always said, well, we, we just don't throw it that much. If, if I got to throw it more, maybe I could put up some Faltzian sort of hey, numbers. He, he could have. Yeah. But, okay. but Jimmy, was try, Jimmy wasn't trying to get nobody no stats. The okay. only stats he was getting was Emmitt because Emmitt was getting 25 carries a game. Jimmy only cared about dubs. That's it. That that's it. it. And that's how they did it. And I believe in Jerry's heart of hearts, he wants to go Jimmy with this team. I don't know, Skip. I think that now the way the league is transitioned, it's really set up for you to throw the football. Okay. It, it really, I, I mean, I've told it, you. it's so easy to get a pass in the fair. It's illegal I, I, contact. I got the it. quarterback. But I've told you, my team will go as far as my defense carries it, starting with 11 from heaven. So they're going to play defense and run the football and try to win time of possession a little bit more than they have in the near Skip, when we have seen the team, when was the last time we saw a team that played defense and ran the football and ran their way to a Super Bowl? <laughs> I don't know. Watch the Eagles this year. That's how they're going to do it. That's their recipe. Hey, I'm going to force you. The At some Cowboys point in time, you're going to have to make a throw. School. I love it. I am so ready for Sunday, guys. So am I. Kickoff cannot come soon enough. <laughs> Sunday? All right, let's talk a little NBA on the other side of this break, though. Patrick Beverly, the Lakers' missing piece for a title oh, run. Mm, Shannon, that's coming up when we come back. <laughs> Pat Bev held his introductory Lakers press conference yesterday, and of course, he was asked about how it feels getting to play alongside superstars like LeBron and Anthony Davis. His answer turned a few heads, though. Take a listen. You'll be playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They will be playing with me. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I made the playoffs last year. They didn't. That's the difference. Have you, have you guys started talking yet? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'm, for, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we get a chance to play with each other than, you know, Anything else, I'm excited to see it go on. I'm excited to, you know, to get the battling going. The swagger, 
the confidence, the moxie. Shannon, are the Lakers overhyping the addition of Patrick Beverly? Well, I think the Lakers did what most teams do. They have an introductory press conference when they bring a new guy in and Pat Bev does all the talking. Hell, I thought they signed Chris Paul for a second. I was like, well, dang, he's a confident brother. Talk about, you know, they get to play with him. <laughs> Bruh, come on, Pat. I get it. You're in a great situation. I mean, the Lakers, you have excited. Come on, bro. You're a role player. You've carved out a nice niche for yourself. But let me, you, 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 come on now. I mean, Brock talking like he like six, seven-time first-team All-NBA, uh, eight, nine-time uh, All-Star. Got You know, come on, bro. bro. Is he an anytime All-Star? No. No. I mean, but you, you, to hear him talk the way he talked, man, they, I can see. They asked Kevin Durant, you know, what's it going to be like? Hey, you know, they play with KD or they play with Giannis. I get that. Bro, come on now. But that's, that, that's Pat Bell. Hopefully, he doesn't all of a sudden get to the Lakers and say, well, you know what, well, hey, I, hell, I'm Kobe. I'm Shaq. You know, hey, I, I'm the missing piece. You're a piece. You're not the missing piece. You're mm -hmm. a piece. But, but uh, they, hey, he, hey, confidence is there, but whew, like I said, I thought that was Chris Paul for a second. He looked that interviewer right in the eye and he said, no, they get to play with me. They did not make the playoffs last year. And obviously, Pat Bev and his T-Wolves did make the playoffs, yeah. even though they lost in the first round in six games to Memphis. Right. But he's saying, I, I was there and you guys weren't. So they're getting to play alongside me. I love his confidence. I love his swagger. I think he has to talk himself into believing he's that good because he fought his way up the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted him. Nobody yeah. wanted him. And he went to Europe and then he went to Asia and he went all over yeah. the world playing basketball. Went to places I didn't even know they played yeah, basketball. That is correct. And then he scratched and clawed his way up through the G League and he finally got a shot. And, and the only way he could make it is as an irritant slash distraction on defense where maybe he's tricking y'all into thinking he's guarding somebody, <laughs> but, but he did. It, it worked, yes. and he he went to the lab and figured out how to be a a credible three point a, a trustable three point shooter. So I, I love all that about him. But in his career, he's averaged nine points and four rebounds and four assists. Right. And the Lakers feeded him yesterday like 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 yeah. he was a crucial new addition. Skip, he's not a third star. He's not a third star. He's not a third superstar. He's a he's a role player, and he he's gonna fill a role. Okay, but usually when you sign somebody who's averaged nine, four, and four, <laughs> they don't get an introductory press but conference. But that's the Lakers. The Lakers, they, the Lakers make you feel special. Okay, do they? They make it feel or, special. Or has it come to this for the Lakers? Because I'm watching this last night thinking, this is amusingly sad because <laughs> you, you're, you're trying to push Pat Bev out there like we got a crucial new piece nah. to the puzzle. Yeah, like we said, like, we, like we, we, that's, that's the kind of introduction we're going to have for Kawhi. Yeah. We thought I was going to sign okay. the I, I would have bought that. <laughs> but, but then Pat Bev, he lived right up to the hype, and he's looking in the camera. And, and I loved what he said about Russ because he said a, a player with that competitive spirit, that fire, that will, that dog, that nastiness, that grit, to have a running mate like that. So he's playing to the crowd of, we're, we're going to be not good. We're right. going to be great together. Well, Darwin Ham said that he's going to try to play them both together. Okay, he said, I do have that, I don't love the reference, but bullet in the chamber. Yeah. But it's fine. I, I got it. Yeah. You know, he said, I've got that 
card to play, so nah, to nah, speak. No, 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 don't right? play that card. I mean, okay. Well, th that's what he's saying, but I, I will believe that card when I see it played <laughs> because I don't think he's going to start Russ and Pat, but, although he may just be hard-headed and say, watch me, I'll yeah. do it. Because as he said, it only matters who finishes the game, and I believe Pat Bev will be finishing a whole lot more games than Russell Westbrook. You think so? I just do. And if that happens the way I believe it has to happen, so you, no, no, then see, Russ no, no, is going no, to No, you won't drama. You won't drama. You, th you think you're slick, Skip Bayless. You won't drama. You know that's going to create something. Well, the you drama king wants drama, too, because Why he lives for it. He yeah. won't beat the... Skip, as you get a certain age, you don't want that. I mean, I mean you know, we all been in a relationship. As you get a certain age, you become less confrontational. You become less argumentative. You, you're just like, okay, fine. What... what I, I don't even like going, you know, okay, to keep the peace. Sometimes, Skip, it's better to keep the peace than to be right. Mm. And, so, and that's what I've had to learn mm. as I've started to do, you know, the transition into my later years. Really? Yeah. Uh, my, my wife would beg to differ yeah. with you <laughs> about how our household operates. Skip, hey, sometimes, hey, Ernest, you're right. It just, it just go, hey, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to flow so much smoother, Skip. Mm -hmm. Ooh. You do have to pick your battles. Yes! But LeBron loves to jump on Twitter after games and say, are you going to fit in or fit no. out? I, right? I, I, I ain't trying to win. No more battles. Mm. I have lost too many of them. I'm, I'm giving up. I'm surrendering. Mm. I'm waving, I'm waving the Are you really? I I'm waving the white flag. I'm waving the white flag. I'm not done. the Shannon Sharp. I'm enough. surrendering. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, man, think, man. I think you're surrendering about your Lakers no, going no, into no. next year. We win 50 games. Top four seeds. Top four right now. Get two cases right now. Top four seed. Okay. You, you just signed a guy who's been on four teams in two years. A guy who's now 34 years of age, and you presented him like you're presenting Chris Paul. Skip. I, I, I. Congratulations, <laughs> Shannon. Nah, he you got Patrick Beverly. He, he presented, he presented himself. himself. He presented himself like he was Chris really? Paul. Really? Top four seed for two <laughs> cases right now. Top four? Top four. We didn't remember. Okay, I'll take it. I got it. See, I, I look at you. Could you could resist? I knew you could resist it. Top I knew four. you could resist okay, it. Okay, I'll take top four. Yeah. All right. Got it. Really? Got a basketball bet already. Top four. Mm. Yep. Have you noticed what the Clippers the dew do? Is we don't care about the dew is flowing, and I love it, guys. What did Pat Bell say about it? Say it's different. He that, said, when you walk around this city, yeah, the Laker people yeah, pay attention yeah. to it. All right, gentlemen. We gotta go. We gotta go. Let's see if you'll put some dew on this next topic. Will a healthy Baker Mayfield prove all the doubters wrong? Yep. Jan and Skip, you're nope. going to want to bet on this one? That and more <laughs> coming up after this break. Uh, Baker Mayfield set to face off against the Browns in week one, and his former teammate John Johnson likes what he sees from Baker. The Browns safety told reporters Baker looks, quote, confident, looks healthy, looks like he's whipping the ball, so it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a show, that's for sure. Shannon, how different will Baker look Sunday than how he did last season while he was in Cleveland? No, uh, not too different. I just can't ignore what I've seen from Baker Mayfield. Mm. I know my partner loves to mention the 11 games that he played a couple years ago, but he has 61 starts. Am I supposed to just disregard the other 50 starts that I had? He has the most interceptions since he's entered the league. Am I supposed to just disregard that? With all those interceptions because he was injured? No, I don't think so. He turns the ball over. He's a turnover. And so for me, I think the defense is going to put the ball, make Baker Mayfield beat you throwing the football. Mm. Take Christian McCaffrey away. Take Chuba Hubbard away. 
and make Baker Mayfield throw the ball to beat you. Allow Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney in that front to get after him with that back end that can lock it down, and let's see what Baker Mayfield can do. So mm -hmm. I don't expect to see a whole lot of different Mayfield. I'm not going to blame everything to how he looked last year on injuries because I saw 50 starts, excluding those 11 that Skip Bayless always throws up in my face, mm -hmm. that he didn't look, he looked like an average quarterback. Mm -hmm. And that's what most prognosticators and most talent evaluators say that he is currently mm -hmm. average. Hmm, really? So he's going to be forced to throw the ball to D.J. Moore. That's fine with me. Denzel Ward. He's going to be forced to throw it to Chanel. I'm, I'm good with that. He's going to be Johnny forced Johnson. to throw it to his, his guy, Brad uh, Richard Delphi. Higgins. Uh, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. Forced to throw it to Terrace Marshall. How are you going to throw it from his yeah, back? Yeah, I'm good with How that. How are you going to throw it from his back? Okay. Uh, they have completely revamped the offensive line. They replaced four out of five starters, and I think they're way better than they were oh, well, last year. Okay. We, well, Miles yeah. Garrett is, the, is, is, the, is the, the pick to be the uh, defensive player of the year. So that, the best way to do that, first game of the season everybody's watching, Get out mm. to a great start. Okay. Get you two and a half fourth fumble. We will see how that goes because I watched a Baker Mayfield in the preseason games this year in Carolina who was day and night from last year. Day and night. Last year was all night, all the time, every game. Second well. game forward, he was hurt. Played with a fractured shoulder on top of a torn labrum. And even you finally concluded about two-thirds of the season that you said he shouldn't even be out there. Yeah. I write it off. I'm, I'm writing him on my ballot right here for, for this year because this is a wild-card playoff oh, team. Oh, so he's going to be comeback player of the year, huh? I don't know. Would he qualify? Yeah, he Yeah, okay, good. Then then he's going to win it. No. Yep. No. Y you are in huge trouble You're in this trouble. Sunday. No, you're in you trouble. You're in trouble. You already done bet. You already slid your cases to the middle of the table. Yep, so I did. Thank you. And this spread went from three-and-a-half Cleveland to two-and-a-half Carolina. Carolina favored by two-and-a-half. All because of Baker Mayfield and Jacoby Brissett. You're stuck with Jacoby Brissett. But that's why we got Nick. That's why we got Chubby. Chubb Rock gonna run that thing. Mm. Him and Kareem Hunt. You got Chubb and I got Chuba. Hunt for the end zone. You know he won a contract. They ain't gave him his money. Mm. He said, like, you know what? I'm gonna go and run the air out of this ball, and somebody gonna give me some money next year. Mm. Then I got a Christian on my side. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I see that. And, and you know what? He is something, and he's going to be 1,000% healthy at least for game one. And Baker Mayfield looks 1,000% healthy to me. And I love what John Johnson said because he is whipping the ball. I told you. Not him whipping the ball. He's a full-body throw. That little pop gun on he's got, He needs the torque, which he couldn't get when his left shoulder is busted. And now he is whipping the ball. Well, football. when you're 5'7", it's hard to throw the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, you make it seem like he got a he had a, a Josh Allen or a homeboy, a Justin Herbert arm. He does it. He has an above average. No, nah, it ain't good as Dak. Yep. Dak arm is better. No, it's not. Yes, I, it I is. don't think it is. I think so. No. And and Baker throws a sweet deep ball. That may be his strength. And he's finally got him a number yeah, one. Trust me. Instead of a, a always injured Odell, who, who had, had well, 17 why you, injuries. Why are you bringing Odell in this? Because he, every time I looked up, he had another nagging injury, and he was a shell of himself trying to catch Baker's passes. Oh, so, let's see, you know, see, you made excuses when Baker was injured. But you don't make the same concessions no, for Odell. I, I do. I make concessions. It was a bust, man. It never worked like, like, between the two of them. Yeah. They loved each other, but it did not click. Right. And it did not connect. So and he, Odell had, had, what, three surgeries while he was in Cleveland? Yeah. 
That's horrendous. And how, how did it work with uh, uh, Matthew Stafford? Did it click with uh, Matthew Stafford? Well, Cooper Cup made it click. Uh, the Cooper Cup was, was not throwing the Cooper ball. Cup Cooper Cup was not throwing the ball to Odell. Give Odell and Matthew Stafford credit. One guy could get him the ball, know how to get him the ball where he could continue to run with it, and yep. the other guy was hitting him in the He split. went in as the third receiver, and he rose and shone in the wake of Cooper Cup. No. He put up the biggest numbers we've ever seen any wideout. Well, up. one guy. Cooper Matthew, Cup, it got to the point in the playoffs where he, he was getting triple covered. Well, this is what I know. Matthew Stafford hit him with, thought he was a receiver and hit him in his hand. Mm. Baker Mayfield thought it was Robert Lewandowski and cut the ball mm. in his feet. Did he? Yeah, that's okay. what he did. <laughs> well, good luck on Sunday because you're going to get Baker unleashed off the leash. Okay. Right I want you to have eyes. that same energy come Monday morning. I, you, go, you know what? You go be, I can't wait for it, Monday it's morning because I'm going to have two for one. No, no, no. I'm going to have Cowboys no, and Baker. You're going to be sad. No. You're going to be out here. You're going to be upset. No. And, are you, this is what you're going to do. You're going to be here. Are you done? Because I'm about to unleash and you're going to take the rest of the same because your Cowboys going to lose mm. and Baker... Baker gonna be uh, uh, Cowboys will be the A block. Baker will be the B, mm. and you'll be disappointed for like the first thirty minutes of the show. I have a really good feeling <laughs> about my Cowboys, and I have a better feeling about Baker Mayfield against Cleveland. I love that. What? So, how many cases are we gonna have on this? This could be like a twenty case walk away for me. You, you need some gold bond or something. You got a yep. feeling. I don't know what that feeling uh. is, but I hope you ain't thinking about feeling not winning. Huh? I just hope you show up on my. Oh, I'm, oh, oh. Uh. Because I'm going to get a chance. I'm going to the Rams game. So I'm going to see the best team in football. You're going to the Rams game? I'm going to the Rams game. game. I'm going to see the best two teams in football out the gate. Okay, well, I'm going to ride off Friday's show then. <laughs> Why are you going to ride off Friday's show? Because the Rams. I think ooh, we ooh. need to come up with a <laughs> Unleashed Baker t-shirt for Skip. <laughs> no. That would be a good uh, gift to kick off the NFL. They're going to be in the trash can. They're going to be in the trash can. The drama is getting good everywhere around the NFL. Oh, there you go. Is Jalen Ramsey being too dismissive of the Bills? Nope. You are going to want to hear what he had to nope. say coming up next. And remember, NFL Kickoff Week is sponsored by Las Vegas, your home for all live sports. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. The Super Bowl champion Rams kick off the season against the Bills tomorrow night. And Jalen Ramsey was asked about the matchup. The Rams DB not quick to give any praise to his opponents. Take a listen. He good. Yeah, yeah good team. I, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm not about to sit up here and boost them up like y'all might want, like maybe other people doing. I ain't doing that. I ain't going to be extra. They good, you know what I mean? But we good too over here. So we're going to we'll see him on Thursday. We're going to play football. But I ain't, I ain't gonna sit here and boost nobody up. Nobody. I got I got respect for him, but I got more respect for the game and, and the way that I prepare and the way my teammates been preparing. And I trust and belief in each other. So I boost us up, I talk about us and, and our preparation, but you know, they can do that with with them over there. We're gonna go out there Thursday and we're gonna put our best effort out there and you know, do what we gotta do. Shannon, do you like or have a problem I love with what Jalen said? I love it. I don't want to do the stuff that Tom Brady, oh, Ezekiel Elliott, he's running the ball. Oh, Dak Prescott, Michael Parsons, he's going dang by that down, person mm -hmm. by player, telling you the college they're from. Don't believe a word of what he said. I love what Jalen Ramsey said. Hey, they're a good team. We're a good team, too. They got good players. We got good players. We're going to, hey, we're going to buckle it up and we're going to see on Thursday. Somebody's going to win it. Hey, I like it. I love it. I don't like it, Skip. I love what he said. And that's how you handle it. 
Man, don't be singing no praise because we already know what you're doing. Oh, they got a great team. They're talented over there, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, but we're talented, too. We're going to play football, too. I love everything that Jalen Ramsey said, mm. and he was spot on. Give them – hey, I got respect for them. Got respect for us, too. They got good players. We mm -hmm. got good players, too. We're going to find out on Thursday who got the, who the best. For the first time in this show today, <laughs> I 1,000% agree with you, and I 1,000% loved what he just <laughs> yes. said. And I loved his final takeaway, we're going to play football. Right. Because they're going to play football on Thursday <laughs> night, thank God. Yes. And we're going to be watching them play football, and may the best men win. Yes. And yet... What, what I love the most about this is he's saying, I'm not going to boost them up like maybe other people are doing because he's seeing what, what I'm seeing, yeah. what you're seeing. They're the overwhelming favorite. Hey, they're the runaway train favorite. They are. The, the hype train is running over me because I, I'm asking myself, when did these bills turn into the early 90s right. Cowboys? Right. Because that's how they're getting boosted. Right. To, to use Jalen's word. I can see if they skipped. If they won the Super Bowl last year. Skip, they got knocked out of the divisional round. They did, and it was a great it shootout, was a great game, and it but... was great spectator sport. Yes. I, I got that. But, man, they got run through. I, I, I can't get the Tyreek play out of my head where right. he just runs through them like they're all standing still. And I'm thinking, those, those guys in the secondary are pretty good, and Tyreek made them look like statues. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I think the thing also, Skip, it's like, look, you don't pick up where you left off. You got to start all over again. And just because Vegas has you the overwhelming favorite, and just because you got a quarterback that's in the MVP discussion, and you know, you got, you know, Diggs, and you got a very good team, and you signed Von Miller, you got some added pieces. You got Von Miller. So, somehow Von Miller put him over the top. Yes. And he's really good, but he's getting really old. Yeah. And at some point, he's going to drop off. And they paid him a ton of distant money yeah. where they're going to owe him a lot of money. Yeah. And God bless him. You know, he took the money and he ran all the way hey. to Buffalo, okay? It, will that put them over the top into winning the Super Bowl? I doubt it. Well, they well they believe with their secondary, they needed somebody that when they needed a play can go get a play, can go get home. Okay. And and we saw last year, Skip, even Aaron Donald, when they needed plays, he and, and, and Leonard Floyd, they still have Leonard Floyd uh, uh, there that can get up to the quarterback. And Aaron. they had Von Miller. Right. Okay, I, I got it. But do, does Buffalo have Aaron Donald? No. Does it have Floyd? <laughs> no. no. Does it have Jalen Ramsey no. in the secondary? It but does not. I think Tredavious White comes back. He, we're gonna see. To, but he's not, but not for knee, now. The, right. And so uh, Bobby, they, they, the Rams added Bobby they Wagner. Um, so we, it's going to be a, it's going to be a great ball game. But I, I, Skip, I don't I don't believe in all that. Oh, just sing their praise. Nah, okay, nah. I, I got it. But let's focus one last point on this quarterback, Josh Allen, because I think Jalen Ramsey is looking at Josh Allen saying. Well, he ain't all that yet. Right. He, he's not invincible. He's not Brady yet. Right. And I, I don't understand the hype surrounding Josh Allen. I think he's a great kid, yeah. and, and he's better than I thought he'd be, but I couldn't get much of a handle. I watched one game at Wyoming, right. and I thought, okay, and he wasn't very good in the game that I watched. Well, it's not like Wyoming is a powerhouse. They're no. not like they're known for quarterbacks. I can't remember who they played, like Iowa maybe. They played a legit team, right. and, and he really had a right. hard time. Right. And I thought, I don't know. But he's 6'5", 200, and what, what do we give him, 40 45, 50 pounds. Okay. But Headscape, this is the first time he's going to have somebody else in his ear other than Brian Dayball. Yeah. Now, we saw the transition that he made from his rookie year to when he got Dayball his second year and what he, the trajectory that he was on. He's been phenomenal, Skip. He, he, I mean, he can do it all. He can make every throw. You mean, you're talking about for a rocket arm. He can throw it 80 yards, okay. and I, he got, got legs. It. He's got legs. <laughs> he got legs. But does he have that football backbone? Does he have that clutch gene? I don't know. I'm not sure yet about him.
and and Vegas seems like real sure about it. Vegas is almost locked. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, God we're gonna find you. out on Thursday. Yes, we we're are. Gonna find They're out. gonna we, play football. We're gonna find a lot about both teams on you Thursday. Got it. You wanna go to the game? It's gonna be a good one. No. Are you going to th you going to think you, you going, going to Brandon, I want a yeah. live report oh, yeah. from the game. <laughs> yeah, I hope <laughs> we will, we will get all traffic. the inside details come Friday morning. All, all right. right, gentlemen, you are going to want to see what OBJ tweeted about this game and how it might impact his future. Mm. Stick around. That's coming up when we return. <laughs> All right, free agent Odell Beckham Jr. hinted in a tweet that whomever wins the Bills-Rams game, he'd play for. When asked about that tweet, OBJ said he's only half serious, but was looking forward to the potential Super Bowl matchup. Shannon, if the Bills win, can you see OBG playing in Buffalo? I, 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 I still believe that, Skip, that the Rams are the favorite. Um, I, I just do. I think it's a great situation. I don't think Odell is going to sign with any team until at least probably the beginning of November at the earliest because that knee is not healthy and he wants to go somewhere that can contend and give him an opportunity to win another Super Bowl. So I, both of these teams are viable, but I still believe the Rams are the favorite. So why haven't the Rams just locked him up? Well, why not make sure he's going to be yours? They, they claim they keep a locker open for him in mm -hmm. the locker room. I, yeah. I don't I know. I mean, the, the money is, is one thing, Skip. I mean, he wants one thing. They might be willing to pay something else. And they believe that, hey, look, we're not in a rush because somebody else could have locked him up also. So they believe that he's going to be there if and when they need to make so a move. So are they thinking that because he lives in Hollywood, he's just going to play it out in Hollywood, that there's he, he won't have a wandering eye for any other team? Yeah, Because that's sure. how it's coming across to me. Well, I think if somebody comes in with the right price, you know, it looks like he wants eight, seven, eight, nine million dollars. There's like, uh, that's a little bit more than... We care to pay for a guy that's not going to help us contribute mm. and for at least another month or two. So if he's the guy you said he was at the end of the year, why wouldn't somebody pay eight or nine million right now just to have him on on ice for November? No, nah, because, Skip, this is not a situation where you can just like sit somebody down. I need to get something out of you. The spots are too valuable. So I just can't hold to have a guy sitting on ice and I'm paying seven, eight million. Unless he's going to be that valuable in November, December, and January. Well, I'll sign him in November, January. I'll sign him in November. Okay. Well, are you Rams? Are you sure he's going to be available? Yeah, he'll be available. Huh? Because, I mean, if somebody. Well, it's because starting to feel like the Rams might have moved on with Allen Robinson. He's going to give us the right of first refusal. Is he? Yeah. Is that in the CBA? No, I, I that's not in the CBA. But I think he that's wants in to the win. OBJ, right? I think he wants to win. I really? think he knows that Matthew Stafford and they present the best My opportunity for him. I think he wants to live in Hollywood. I know that for sure. All right, we're out of time. That is it for us. Great show, gentlemen. We'll be back tomorrow morning.